and redo the whole yep. thing. Dang it. <laughs> What up? Welcome to your morning drip. We are trying this again. <laughs> I'm not even going to pretend like this is the first time. So, uh, yes, I am your host, Ronan Rock. We have special guests in the building. Hong from Kim Jong Grilling. Hey, what's up? Um, hi. How's it going? Good, good. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to teach you microphone techniques. Just put like a fist in front of your face and you're good. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, sad oh, things I learned that from uh, Joe Rogan. <laughs> Uh, we have we have the whole entire same setup. He didn't invent that though. No, he didn't invent it. No. But you know, that's a good that's a good rule though. You know, you just gotta watch your enemy. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. It's it's the best. Um, so welcome to the show. Thank uh, you for having me. Uh, you're an asshole because you've been a fan uh, from the beginning, or you at least watched and made fun of us from the beginning. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. It's 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 perfect. We need we need the roasting. Um, our, our lovely, uh, second co-host who was supposed to be here today that told us at like, I don't know, like 10 30, 11 o'clock last night. Like, yeah, man, I'm sorry. We ain't, ain't going to be here tomorrow. <laughs> he's got a big day coming up though. He does. He does. He's, day. he's doing, uh, his, his first shoe release with Adidas. Um, that is so inspirational. You, his life is inspirational, but at the same time, it's annoying because it, oh, it, yeah. it's like, how much do you have to trip and fall your way into success? <laughs> I don't know if it's intentional. Like, yeah, I'm no. like, yo, all right, so you were the janitor that sat up here and became the shoe designer, but you left shoe design because you wanted to go. You didn't know this? Whoa. Rewind a little bit. He was the janitor. He was the janitor at Nike. And then he. And then he became a shoe designer. A shoe designer, or I, I was it? Uh, it's not technically a shoe designer, but something along. It's something within that terminology. He upgraded from being a janitor uh-huh. to where? Wow. Oh, so uh, can you can you look up the uh, the wet floor dunks? Or I'll actually I'll send it into the to the thing. So I'll show you his first shoe, which is hilarious because I'm guessing you can get the wet floor dunks. What it's modeled after since he was a janitor. Wow. Yeah. Wow, damn, that is inspirational. So that's why I have to say within him doing his shoes um, that it is actually his first Adidas release because he's already done a Nike release. Dang. He, you know what? We're just gonna we're just gonna make this our uh, our our shoe news for the day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that damn, that is that's. That's dope. You, you do you want to be more depressed about it? I mean, is I mean he's still young too. I mean, like 
ain't that young. Oh. <laughs> I love giving him shit. Uh, all right, so I, I put it in there if you if you want to bring it up on screen. Uh, the thing that's going to make you, uh, and here, I'll just put the link with it. I'm going to make you more uh, more depressed about it because I'll show you how much they're going for on StockX. Whoa, really? Yeah. Oh, my God. So. Wait a second. Because <laughs> it's supposed to look like the <laughs> wet floor like side. Wet floor side. <laughs> <laughs> Are so, you serious? So this is the wet floor sign. Can you uh, can you click on the actual link chill. that was right underneath it? He came yeah. up with this color. Uh, man. Yeah. It it's it's it, it it gets more hilarious <laughs> once once that you is... see how much those are going for. What is it like working with Ian? Do you think he just always like brings it up? Because he clearly was just like, oh, finally I get to design my own shoe. I think this is, and the then he's just just like, here you go, guys. Here's my shoe. I remember, remember, remember this. Remember what the? F Ian, I don't feel bad for you at all. That's that's not the most that they're going for. On on just on the top of Google, what I see that they're going for is the most at Flight Club for almost five hundred dollars. Oh my God. That's uh, inspirational. Mm -hmm. Man, mm -hmm. I, I tried to bribe his nephew. <laughs> I was going to try to bribe his employee or his team mm -hmm. in there to see if I can't get a pair of the Adidas ones. Because there's no way I'm waiting in line. I hate, I hate walking and I hate waiting. Yeah. So, like, I'm like that. Wait, do you, you, do you say I hate walking? Yeah, I hate walking and I hate waiting. <laughs> there's a there's a backstory to that statement. Oh, please yeah, tell. Yeah, okay. yeah, just go so ahead like, and tell us. <laughs> All right, let me give you an Ian story, and this is a very embarrassing for me, but a very hard lesson I had to learn, okay? Oh, God. So <laughs> I, I, I am not, like, I am not young, and mm -hmm. I will not, and, like, when the protests were happening and everything else with the George Floyd thing, mm -hmm. right, um, I'm just sitting there just doom-scrolling everything. Like, I closed my shop for the day because I was like, you know, Portland just needs, like, to, like, get some sleep tonight. You know, like, this is not good. You know, like, shit's on fire, you know? Yeah. But and I was like, but I got to do something. And like, this is where the walk comes in. I'm like seeing all these people like protesting, walking. I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing any of that. I was like, I'm not going to walk. I'm not going to walk. I'm I already not. don't like to walk. I'm yeah, not going to walk yeah, and I'm not, get I'm not walking shot with tear I'm gas. I'm not going to walk and like be a walking target. Fuck that. Yeah. And so I was doing very well because like I reopened after like the COVID thing. Mm -hmm. And like a lot of people remembered, man, like I, I just gave away food to uh, service people and stuff. And so like, honestly, like our Venmo and like, we were busy, you know? And so one of the things my therapist was like, hey man, like, and I was like, oh, shout out for therapy. Oh, dude, I love uh, like, the whole thing. I was talking to my therapist about this whole thing. I was like, dude, I don't know what, I don't even know what to think. Like, I, I don't know how to help. I don't know how to help, mm -hmm. you know? And he's just like, well, you know, you have options. I mean, obviously you said you hate walking, you're not gonna go march, but you know, there's, I'm sure if you look hard enough, you'll, you'll find other ways. And then. Somewhere on, I don't know if it was the news or whatever, because like people were, I didn't, I don't know if if, if Ian and Deadstock, the entity, was like having people gather here mm -hmm. and then marching out, right? Yeah. And I was like, damn, dude, Ian's just, I didn't, I didn't really know Ian. Yeah. Right? So I was like, all right, I've been mode is Deadstock. Mm -hmm. I've been mode is Deadstock, a hundred bucks. And I was just like, yo, just keep 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 going, man. You yeah. know. And I, I felt it felt good at the moment, and then Ian was like, "For what?" And I was like, "For what?" <laughs> I was like, "Damn, this dude must hate everybody." And then, <laughs> but then I thought about it, and I was like, "Wait a second, when you 
when I when this when these things happened, I was just like, it could come off as one of two ways if you Venmo money to somebody out of the blue that you don't know. And then I was like, that is really performative on my part. What do I do? And it really made me internalize a lot of like what was going on. I was like, so what do I do here? You know, like what do I like what what option that option dead ended really quickly, right? Yeah. I felt really embarrassed and, and I don't think Ian even knows this, but I was like, fuck man, that made me think on this whole different level of how to help. All right, I'm, I'm gonna say this to your helping. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Uh, so there, there's the thing of white guilt within, yeah. within trying to help, where it's like, um, here are my reparations. Right. <laughs> I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, yeah, I, don't yeah. I don't really know what I'm supposed to be doing, but here's my reparations check. I hope you make it out okay. Right. And then there's, hey, I want you continue on. Yeah. I don't know exactly what you're going through. I don't right. know exactly what you need, but let me help you continue going yeah, on. Yeah. And that I feel like is more so what you're doing. And when I see people of color help people of color out, yeah. I feel like that's that. Whereas yeah. when you when you have white people, it feels like it's guilt. Yeah, it's it and it and it's 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 wild because like because when that happened, right, like the first thing when when everything went down i was just like all right there's a few businesses that are black owned that i literally were just like just kept an eye on mm. i was just like all right because i you know like if you remember right like my cart burned down you know like somebody burned my down what oh, wow you didn't know this yo my I'm, I'm gonna tell you yeah. this my algorithm on all social media platforms does yeah. not like the people i like it shows the people that I dislike or ignored or annoyed by gives me all damn day, every five Weird. minutes. But anyone that I'm like, yeah. yo, I fuck with this person. Yeah. I want to make sure this person's good. I got to go through yeah. and be like, let me look up your name. Yeah, all right, it's okay, been a couple okay, of okay. weeks. Let me like okay, all the photos. But yeah. Yeah. So a long time ago when I first opened in 2009, like I won food truck of the year and then my food card burned down mysteriously that night. So I couldn't even take advantage of like all the press I was getting. Cause back then like food press wow. and winning awards and stuff like that, that was a big deal. Like, yeah. It's not like now, like now I did, I literally did like seven episodes on food network. Mm -hmm. Right. I thought I'd get, get super busy. Ooh, you know? seven I, thought, episodes. I thought I'd get super busy. Mm -hmm. No wrong. I do a post, I do a meme roasting the office, mm -hmm. 3000 hits, 3000 likes. Busiest shit the next day. Yeah, it's different now, right? So, anyways, the reason why I like I, I kept it like like I think Keys, Trap Kitchen, Erica's um, were the first three that come to mind. Deadstock especially, mm -hmm. and I was like, dude, I hope I hope I hope there's not because you know like Oregon's red as hell outside, so I was like, I hope nothing happens to me like that I went through. You know, yeah. like it, it's 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 horrible. It's a horrible feeling. You know. I I remember us being at Feast. Yeah. And you won. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and i was uh, and, and and no no hate to any of the white cooks especially my my home girl that makes white or makes a uh, hot sauce uh mm. sarah sarah that, yeah that's uh that's my childhood best friend's sister oh that's awesome yeah okay more, more funny thing about him he's now the director of Jesus amaro yeah. Okay. So I'm like, All so right. wait, wait, wait. You're directing the the black late night show, yeah. and then your sister is cooking hot sauce. Yeah. I take the influence points from this situation. You <laughs> took some of my blackness and yeah. you put it into the things that and you, you did. You just literally plugged it away. <laughs> what does that feel like? That must be awesome. Ah, I mean, yeah. 
so i was keeping an eye on that stuff but like i said like ian was the only one that like wrote me back just like for what and i was like i thought you were like gathering people and then i was like oh maybe there's other ways i can support and well, that really opened the door for me to like support in different ways right so like well to, to let you know mm -hmm. the the gathering people mm -hmm. of the, the that was me <laughs> oh fuck see i didn't have you then though man don't don't worry i i was the one person that was like not don't give me money, but I am not going to advertise for money in the protest. Right, right, Because right, right. I was in the thick of it, dude. No, I know. I, I know now. I, I, know, got, but I, got, I got shot at twice. I remember you telling me that. <laughs> oh, man, that is awful. Got, got shot at t twice, uh, talked a couple of snipers off a rooftop. You know, just, just, just the regular just stuff. The regular stuff. Yeah, it was morning. great. Uh, my, yeah. my, my, definitely my favorite thing that happened during the protest um was uh i got like fed up with some of the the personalities within the protest right but yeah. i got asked to help and i was like yo who's gonna be there and they're like oh such and such and such and such and i'm like all right cool but those are the only people that are allowed to because i was doing the soundtrack right. those are the only people allowed to be on the truck they're like no no problems obviously someone that wasn't on that list right. showed up showed and got up. in the truck and the best thing in the world is this person like the cops show up we're all trying to leave we can't go anywhere people are ducking behind my truck to not get shot at by the cops oh my God. with like you know the bean bags and the rubber yeah, bullets yeah, and stuff yeah. so my car is just getting pelted with everything oh no and and as we're like getting away we're finally like getting to the clear area and everything mm -hmm. else but the cops come up and rush and as they rush this dude out of nowhere is just like looks dead in the cop's eyes no further than from me to you and it's just like <gasps> Fuck the police! Oh man! And, and then the cop just was like, like "I got time today," yeah, I got time today. <laughs> and just <laughs> and just ripped everything that I owned oh out of the back God. of the truck and had to like drag it for like I don't know like thirty feet. That sucks. No, no, that's a, that's a horrible lie. We we went three city blocks. So however however long that was, yeah, yeah the cops wouldn't let us stop. Oh man, that's oh. terrible. Yeah. yeah, that that's that whole thing like. That whole thing during that time, like this, this past year is owning a business and or even even trying to be an entrepreneur mm. of color, like it, it it changed everything. Cause like all of a sudden, and, and I'm this is very revealing of how my life is right now, mm. is that I got I get inundated all the time with like racist stuff, like not in the fact of like towards me, but more of just like I keep seeing this stuff, I keep seeing the attacks, whatever. But then inside because i recently stopped drinking and and getting really high mm -hmm. and i don't have that crutch anymore to forget you know like all of a sudden my memory started like really coming in yeah and then it really made me hyper focused on a lot of my relationships with a lot of a lot of white chefs mm -hmm. and a lot of white chefs now i'm just like <laughs> i don't think we can play together anymore <laughs> And like, and it sucks. It, it sucks. It sucks because like I, in one hand, like I want to be able to work through these certain things, but then I'm like, but if I'm always the one doing the work, if I'm always calling you out, do you know how exhausting that is? I don't think, I don't think white people understand like how exhausting it is to be like, bro, dude, no, yeah. like you can't do this anymore. Yeah. I told you again, like yesterday about the same time when you treated this person this way. Mm -hmm. Like, remember that time I told you like, not every Asian uses soy sauce. You know, like, do we, do we have to have those Can you please make that on a shirt? Dude, I had this one shirt. Okay, this is awesome. So this is like in my younger years. I had this one shirt that said MSG only kills white people. And whenever I would wear it, 
I wore it and people were like, they, they, they wouldn't say anything to me. Right? I, I don't think from the Asian community at large, we get those kind of shirts or those no. kind of statements no, no, from no, the community. The, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. And then, but my girlfriend at the time, she wore the shirt out and she's like, you're almost kind of like nine fights. I can't wear this anymore. <laughs> May I, I like, ask what I race like, she I was, was? I was like, was, oh, she was white. Okay. I, was like, was, I was like, was it from like other Asians? You know, like that. But she's like, dude, everybody hates this. And I was like, all right. I was a little bit ahead of my time on that shirt. No, I, I but, think I know. think that that would have been like uh, uh, the 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 fuck the police or, or fuck white people, but it would have been the the Asian flavor oh, yeah, of yeah, doing yeah. that. So yeah, only absolutely. Asian people could wear it. Dude, it would have been awesome. It would have been amazing. It'd be like it, it, it'd be the same thing. If she wore a shirt. Sell like five of them shirts. <laughs> oh no, 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 yeah. no. But, but yeah. we got a very large Asian community out here. But it's yeah. it's a very diverse Asian community yeah, yeah, out yeah. here, and people yeah. don't realize that because yeah. I don't. You don't, you don't know this about me, but just just to drop a bomb mm -hmm. on you, um, uh, I grew up from a black single mother, and mm -hmm. so like I had a lot of families that like adopted me and took me on oh, as yeah, like one yeah. of their extra kids, and it just so happened like. 90% of them were Asian. Really? Yeah. That's like awesome. in in at my mom's house where she lives right now in Milwaukee, mm -hmm. all of her all of her neighbors are Asian. Yeah. And it's like I dated this girl. I right. I, I took this girl to prom. These people brought me the the popcorn Christmas tin every oh year and God. everything else. Um but no, like I've I've been I've realized a lot through that, especially within like the Filipino com uh, mm -hmm. uh community. And it it's always weird to me the the not just the hate but how the stereotypes are are used against the asian community mm -hmm. but at the same time it's like next to white people the most liked however you want to oh, fucking yeah, say the that model minority yeah, yeah yeah yes exactly yeah, yeah. and it's always a thing like because i had a conversation mm -hmm. with some homies basically being like they're like, yo, like, why are black people treated like this? Da 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 da. And I was like, well, have you ever thought about it, like, within the Asian community, mm -hmm. why they're uh, within certain situations more accepted by white people within stuff? Like, you know, it's like, hey, we got we got the smart Asian kid. Yeah, yeah. We 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 got the 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 Asian athlete. We got X Y Z. But within that, I was like, you know, they have a better home base. Yeah, I think that that home base though is like. You know, the, the similarities between, like, the black community in America and Asian communities, I think the one base that they have that nobody talks about is the family. Your mom whoops ass. Family and chicken. Family and chicken. We do fuck chicken up. Yo. But, but black moms, Asian moms, mm -hmm. like, Oh, the tiger mom men mentality? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's the same it thing going across. the same thing going across. So it's not, it doesn't surprise me to hear that, like, you're able to, like, interchangeably go through right i think one of the craziest one of the craziest things that i watch from afar now is that a lot of asian culture <clears throat> is being adopted by by the black community mm -hmm. and i love it like you know we're just talking about anime and stuff and whatever and then you start you start i started realizing i was like man there's so many interchangeable things between both of our cultures and our upbringings here that it kind of makes sense on like if you if you if you if you owned america Mm -hmm. right and you wanted to keep it a certain way but you see all these different things mixing but you start seeing two things mixing a little too hard blacks and asians it it could be dangerous like you could not own this country soon you so, know what i mean so with you saying that 
It's weird to me that like if you go to New York or L.A. or any place like that, the black and Latino community are like this. It's even, you know, right. uh, Afro Latinos or uh, yeah, Afro, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever it is. You know what I'm trying to say. Um, but you have those mixtures. But in reality, mm -hmm. the mixing of cultures is way more heavy between black and Asian communities. Yeah. And yeah, it's, yeah. it's the thing that's like even hip hop, like. Uh, back in the day, like, you know, we just still don't have, like, a ton of Americanized uh, Asian artists in the rap game. Right. But the whole entire b-boy game, the whole entire dancing scene oh, has yeah. been taken over by the Asian yeah, yeah. community. And, like, and I mean that, like, in the best way possible. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't aim yeah, no yeah. shots at me. <laughs> um, but it, it's, um, that's always been a dope thing. Even within the, like, the sneaker, basketball, mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it, culture of things has been such a, a coming together between Asian and black cultures, but it's always right. weird because they always try to pit us against us. That's where I think we're not focusing enough on. Mm -hmm. Like the question isn't like, it's not, like I said, like I said earlier, it's not like, like I've realized it's like people aren't racist. It's not like white folks are racist. It's that you're not white. <laughs> and it's, and, 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 and the reason why I say that is because when you like, Outwardly, when I've said this to people and it's inflammatory as fuck, when I'm like, yo, dude, that's, you're racist or that's, or that's racist. Mm -hmm. People instantly, like, whoa, 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 dude, I got like all these different friends. I'm like, all right, calm down, dude. Yeah. What if I said it like this? I'm not white, so my credit score can't rise above 750. Like yours can go to like 850. And then they'll think about it, you know? But I think, like you said, like you're, you're on the, you're like, we should be focusing more on just like, wow, that's tight. Like, you're right b-boy game this and that like the biggest band in the world bts mm -hmm. you know like they started out as like a seven-piece hip-hop group yeah dude e even more than that the the modern day boy band however you want to look at it mm -hmm. is taken from new edition and, and the jackson five yes like, like yeah, absolutely that absolutely. that whole entire scheme thing i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna put this out there and i, I know i'm gonna get someone's gonna steal this idea but i do tribute night i do that dance party oh yeah and, yeah, I, yeah, and i've been yeah. being like yeah we're gonna do a k-pop night oh my god you have to do and I'm just like, I, I I not only want to just do that in the sense of like, hey, this is going to be financially sound because this many <laughs> people are going to love it. Yeah. I I, I want to do it because I, I want to be the black guy on stage playing K-pop music and them yeah. being like, that's not what that's supposed to look like. Right. Like that's either supposed to be like. But you got to uh, normalize it. Yes. You got to normalize that shit. Yeah. And, it, and it's the same thing that you think. BTS yeah. was the first one within McDonald's to get their own meal package. But yeah. what did they do right after that? Or sorry, Travis Scott was. But then they went Travis Scott and then they went to BTS. Yeah. And then they're going to go back and forth between that. Well, because Megan Thee Stallion had the Popeyes collab. Yes, the, the yeah, sweetie yeah. sauce. Yeah, yeah, and everything else. Like, that's the thing is that our communities drive so much of what is niche and niche yeah. to what's going to become the new consumer thing. Yeah. Like, it's crazy, but at the same time, like, I, it destroys me, and I think it's because we both come from, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, we come from warrior people. Yeah, no, absolutely. And we, we from fighters. 100%. And we come from, like, a tribal mentality that those rules are still a part of our fabric of who we are as communities now. Yeah. It's... Yeah. I, I think also, though, we're also the cultures that have... Both cultures are like on a timeline way closer to that like we haven't had it this good ever mm -hmm. we've never you know what i mean and that's the thing that like that's the thing that sucks like 
I said this to somebody the other day and they were just like almost in tears. Like, and I was like, yeah, dude, like, you know, I worked real hard to get to my privilege. Like I own my house. I live in a predominantly white neighborhood on the side of a fucking mountain, you mm -hmm. know, like, and honestly, like I worked really hard for that and I earned, and I, I really did. I feel I earned my privilege, you know? And people were just like, that's wildly different way of saying it. Like what, but saying that like I have a savings account, like, because I think historically both of the cultures have been are way closer to that warrior culture of mm. like having to eat to survive or hustle to survive or whatever and like and having a sense of honor about having, whatever you're yeah, doing and having a yeah. sense of pride in your work it's mm. not just like handed down like because if you constantly hand stuff down you're just like oh yeah it's just my dad's company i just happen to be the ceo that's way different than this like I was the janitor and now I got a fucking sneaker drop. <laughs> yeah, can you get the you shoe off I mean? the screen? Like, yeah, you know, yeah, that is. It's, yeah, just, it's, it's, just, it's just daunting. Anyway, but, but you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, 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 it's overbearing. Yes. But, but you know what I mean? Like that is, that to me is like what we should be focusing on. Cause, and, and, and I think with media, it's very easy to manipulate. Like, cause I, I, I see a lot of Asian media, like Instagram outlets and just like another, another attack, another attack, another attack. I'm like, guys, why don't we do, how about we do another collab, another collab, another collab, you know, like it would, it would change my day, it, you know? Is it not weird that from a white man going and massacring uh, a, a group of Asian women that all of a sudden the media turned it into black people versus Asian people? Dude. I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm like, am I the only one that no, like no. saw it? Well, so here's the thing, right? Like, so that particular case there's a lot of different media outlets on it. Mm -hmm. It was like, but in America, of course, when they got the white one, but in Korea, right? When they got the quotes from the Korean women, they were just like, no, he literally said, I'm gonna come in and like, fuck up all these Asians. Mm -hmm. And he did, yep. and he did that shit, you know? And like, I don't, I know this, <laughs> this sounds weird, but I think it's kind of forward progress that it has, they have to be this blatant flex a racist point of view it sucks to say that but now it's just like y'all ain't gonna win mm. anywhere else like you have you like you are forced to do this shit but you i know? feel like, like it's like the the low-hanging fruit from them it, it's like the it's alley the, the alley-oop or the layup of being like yeah yeah yo Agreed. uh how are we going to spend this so they don't sit up here and take away our guns or do x y and z yeah. uh all right what we're gonna do is we're gonna make it black people's fault yeah. all right cool sounds yeah. like a great idea yeah Let's it's like like you, you call it the low hanging fruit. I think it's the only fruit they got now. Yeah. Uh, so w within the, within the protest stuff coming up back around, because mm -hmm. basically we're talking about the Asian hate. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And it within the protest, there was so much infighting between different communities, and I would say that it's only on the really? left. Yeah. Okay. Oh, really? Horribly. It wow. was like. Hey, you ain't showing respect to the gays. You need to shut up and sit down. Oh, you're not showing respect to the Native American community. You need to shut up and sit down. Oh, you're not showing oh, wow. respect to women. You need to shut up and sit down. And then the like the final straw of it was, and it's it's only funny now because Dave Chappelle points points out, it's like, oh, you're not showing love to the trans community. You're not sitting up here doing X, Y, and Z. You need to shut up and sit down. And now we're stuck in this point of being like, well, everyone has to shut up and sit down. Yeah. So who's allowed to talk? Yeah, yeah, who's, allowed to talk? <laughs> who's, who's allowed to get up? And it to me, at one point within the thing, I, I just came to realize, and it's because I did, actually, we when I did mm -hmm. this painting, Angela Davis was, uh, she did Power to the People. Yeah. And, and I was just like, when we say Black Lives Matter or Asian Lives Matter or Trans Lives Matter, we make other people feel disregarded. But if we say power to the people, 
everything is everything, yeah. no everyone knows who we're talking yeah, about yeah. and I started to to say that and it was the quickest moment of me realizing how people take a narrative because literally the yeah. next day like social groups started saying that and taking it into right. a different context right. and I was like this is nuts but when I now think about it within the situation uh the situation of Asian hate like I I think about it this way I'm like so all these other groups got targeted and Asians weren't amongst that during the protest. Yeah. Like, and now I see that they're trying to make this like Asian people have always been persecuted. I've always, always I've always, always. seen, but yeah. it's always, it's, it's the same lens, but in a different tent. Yeah. That's that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very poetic way of saying it. And I, I'm like, <clears throat> Yo, do you know what it what it must be like that you that and I can very easily say this because I've, I've grown up with these people like what what it's like to sit up here on any kind of service industry like in the in the sense of service industry like of being like uh, any bodega, any cleaners, any anything that's like that kind of service yeah. where people can like spit on you. But it's yeah, like yeah. if I own a hundred of these, then you're gonna be like, he's a fucking genius. Right. The George he's, Jefferson thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so like uh, it was it's just a thing that like going through those roles of owning a business when in mm-hmm. any kind of business you're in, you're in the service industry that. The way that people talk to you and speak to you and the messed up stuff you, they say to you and you oh, were talking yeah. about this outside earlier so I want you to yeah. speak on this like with within the mass mandate and people getting mad at Asian people like you did yeah. this but at the same time being like hey can you please wear a mask yeah please talk please about don't. that <laughs> so like yeah um <laughs> yeah like, some of your posts it, lately yes yeah, PS th- nice job getting to 10,000 Thank you very much. Even though you had to buy a couple of them. I didn't buy it. <laughs> I wasn't the one that bought it. Someone you else bought the one that bought it. The best part is like the message I got. Because I put it out there. I was like, who the fuck bought me 400 followers? Yeah. The best part is like this person revealed themselves to me through, through the messages. I was like, all right, first off, you eat for free for a couple of weeks. <laughs> Second, thank you. And he was, and he, he wrote, man, he was just like, no, just keep doing those fire ass posts. Mm-hmm. And he's like, plus, he's like, 400, he's like, 400 followers isn't going to change the algorithm of where you're going to show up. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, well, that's dope. So I guess I'm big in, at least you got other agents to buy for the post because it's, it's all folks from India. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amazing. It's actually beautiful. It's like I was going through, I was like, who is, who are these people that are following me? And I'm like, damn, they all look good. Okay. <laughs> um, but I think like, I think like a lot of times though, like I'm going to wheel this back, like the Asian hate thing does, it stings and it hurts. But I think when people see it, there's a sticker shock that's there that isn't with any other culture. There, you know, because people are just like, holy shit, dude, my, my fucking hairdresser's Asian. How <laughs> dare they? Or like, oh my God, dude, I've been going to Kim's dry cleaning this whole time. Like, man, I should do something. You know, I'm like, yeah, well, just keep supporting businesses. Like, we're used to this. Yeah. Like, we've been used to this. Like, there's, that, there's, a, there's a photo of like when the Capitol riots happened and all those idiots stormed the Capitol building. And like it's a dope picture because it's an Asian guy with a dustpan cleaning. Right? It's a Korean. <laughs> and like people were just like, "How stoic is that?" This and that. The other. I'm like, 
dude, you fucking morons. Like, do you don't understand how many times this probably happened to this guy? <laughs> do you understand, like, how many times, like, we've had to just clean up broken glass? We won't say anything. Oh, we'll yeah, just yeah. do it. We'll just do it. White people know? complaining about broken glass that yeah. Asian people's got to be the most hilarious it's fucking hilarious thing. I'm just like, dude, <laughs> did we not learn anything in 1992? It's like, it's like m- holy shit, you know? It's like, yeah. as much as you guys have stood up here and stereotyped us within, like, you know, whatever jobs, kung fu movies, everything yeah. else... It's nothing but broken glass. We've been yeah. dealing with this for fucking years. For like, years. calm the fuck down. Yeah, forever. And, like, so, like, a friend of mine, I have a lot of, like, chosen family in town. And we both grew up, like, I grew up in northern Virginia, like, right outside of D.C. So, like, oh, you couldn't. God, you and Ian. Ian grew up in Virginia, too? Isn't it two up, two down? Oh, is it? it yeah. Am I, am I wrong about this, Marcy? Yeah, I think you did two up, two down. Yeah, yeah. Um, VA. Something that's funny about the two up two thousand thing is that kids in Vancouver will do that, but they'll call it vape nation. Oh my god! All right, so <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Ian, where the fuck are you, man? Jesus. Anyway, so in Virginia, growing up, like I always had like a jilted history lesson. Like, I actually <laughs> I talked to somebody out here about about racism, civil war, and stuff, and then and I was like, actually, it was about sovereignty of states, and like, wait, what? No, it was about slavery. I'm like. Oh shit! I got brainwashed. Fuck! It's like that's because that's what they teach you out there. Like, oh, sovereignty of states. So we can just set the price of cotton and this and that. I'm like, but who was picking the cotton? You know, like, that's the history that I got, right? Yep. But the fucked up thing is, like, my friend brought this up. He's like, dude, it really wasn't that far away. Like, somehow social media warped our time. And he's like, so you know, like, things are progressing. We just we're just hyper focusing on little things. And he's like, just remember he. He brought this one kid we went to high school with who had like longevity as runs in the family, but they had like a great great grandfather. Mm-hmm. And he was like a child that was born right like right at the end of the Civil War. And I was like, holy yeah. shit, like these motherfuckers had like Confederate money and shit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh damn, I guess you're right. It really wasn't that long ago. Nah. At I, all. I can't remember you know? what comedian said it, but it's like that was just three people ago. Or that was just yeah, two yeah. people yeah, ago. Yeah, two people ago. It's so true. And like, so with the Asian hate thing, I feel like not not really with black people because you know diabetes. We die young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, the time is different. Timing is different. Timing is different. That was two white people ago. <laughs> but, two white people ago. Two white people ago. Five grandmas ago. Five mm-hmm. black grandmas ago. But yeah. again, like I think with this whole Asian hate thing, it's like I, I hate saying it like this, but like it's it, it has to be shown. Right. It constantly has to be shown. And the more that we see it, the more, you know, like like everybody learns things differently. Everybody gets realizes things differently. And right now, this is what we have to keep showing to people that things happen to us, too. But is it a, you know? is it a thing that like because the Asian community is and it, it's funny because we say the Asian community, yeah. but there there's so many communities within that. And I kind of learned this within oh, yeah. like my family, within the LGBT community. It's like not all of us get along. Oh, dude, we, this is such a long conversation. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Like, not all of us get along. So it's funny that you try to lump us into yeah. one major yeah. community because there's even black people within the Asian oh, community. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like, yo, yeah. the Laos, the yeah. Laos might be the niggas of the Asian community. Yeah. Depending yeah there's a lot on, of them. A lot of, there's a lot, a lot of people. Like, I think it switches the more people find out where other people are from. Mm-hmm. Like, because, come on, dude. Like, 10 years ago, people were just like, what's a Laos? <laughs> You know what I mean? Cause, and then and that title was that with, with Filipino folks. Yeah. But like I've always known this is that Asian communities historically they don't really get along. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, it just it's just it's just how it is. Like 
Koreans and Japanese don't get along. You know, like it, it was a, it's historically been like that. Only now recently, maybe it's just in my my experience. And, and I talk to my homies in LA about this a lot. Is this like no, 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 no? We're not going to keep continuing that yes. that narrative anymore amongst us. Like we have to help each other out and bring each other up. Mm -hmm. And and I have a lot of evidence that that's happening. You know, like because like I like it. it other Koreans don't work with other Koreans historically like back in the day. It's just be like, you got your dry cleaner, I got my dry cleaner. Yeah. Right? My family owns all these, your family owns all those. But now, like, with the newer generations, like, yo, man, the Kims are really cool, man. Why can't, why can't the Hongs play with the Kims? You know, like, why can't we, why can't we do that? And then, but then on a, on a bigger level, especially in Portland, what, what I've noticed is, like, I was like, I felt like the only Korean for a long time, right, like in, in my industry. But then, like, you know, you have other people popping up, like Richard from Mata popped up, right? Mm -hmm. He got, like, one of the best food carts of the year, and it was a Vietnamese dude. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I got to go see this guy. And then he's just, like, telling me about all the stuff he's going through. I was like, bro, I'm actually five years ahead of you on this. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you what you got to do. <laughs> you know, like. Let, let, let me try to get through but, this. Yeah, but, but let's play. Let, let's, let's play together. Let's do this, you know? And then, then I realized, like, what's cool about now is, like, there's no shit talking amongst other Asians in my age group or in my profession. It's always just, like, how do we help each other out? Yeah. How do we amplify each other's voices? Oh, you got 22,000 followers here. Can we post this for me? Yeah. You know, like, shit like that. And that's, I think that is now that birth, and now that's being very nurtured. And it, it, even in L.A., and even in L.A., with, mm -hmm. like, with my homies down there, like, we, we talk about this all the time. It's just, like, yo, like, let's help each other out, like. You, you ever hear that theory that, that there could only be like one black person on TV? Like back then, oh, it, was yeah. like, it was like Richard Pryor. Then mm -hmm. Pat, the torch got passed. It was like, it was like Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy. Uh, then from Eddie Murphy, I would say it went to Will Smith. It went to Will Smith, and then from Will Smith, like split right. Mm -hmm. Like, and there was, then there was like, then there was like the the Beast. I don't mean to be a dick about it, but there, there was a Beast Squad. There was like Eddie Griffin, and mm -hmm. you know what I mean, like. And then all of a sudden there was more black folks on TV. But then then there was a, the the capability of there being um, not black networks, but UPN and WB yeah. all of a sudden yeah, it's yeah. like, we gonna invest in these black people right, <laughs> with, them, right. with that racist right, ass frog. Right, right. <laughs> but 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 I felt like in the chef community it was like that too with Asians. It was just like, all right, like and if you I'll just go back to like so it's David Chang. Mm -hmm. Like he did Momofuku and all that stuff. Everybody knows David Chang's at one show and stuff, and people were just like, Oh dude. Hell yeah. Well, some of us are just like, why is it why is it just you, bro? Like, bring us with you. Bring us with yeah. you. And then like on the West Coast it was like Roy Choi. And Roy Choi did like he invented that Korean taco. But what I loved about the Roy Choi thing is like he brought everybody with him. Mm -hmm. You know, like he really did try to amplify like way he amplified Koreatown, he amplified the food truck community. And then and then like even here, you know, like like I was saying earlier, like, you know, like I wouldn't be where I'm at without Bo Kwan, mm -hmm. who did fusion and like i think a lot of people were just like Hell yeah boy. korean tacos korean tacos you know what's next i'm like i'm next <laughs> you're gonna get a short rib from me you're gonna eat more rice yeah I'm a, I'm a guy that sells rice yeah you're gonna eat more rice and then now it's like i'm hoping i i'm, I'm stoked to see like more asian like things happen and, and and i always make myself available i'm always like reach out to me like we may have never met in person but you can you can ask around i'll just be like Hey, congratulations on this. You know, my name's Han. Like, let's say, and a lot of times, dude, it's like, oh my God, keep talking And I'm like, no, 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 no. That's, that's a, that's a, that's a weird thing. Like, but if you ever need help, you know, like reach out to me. Like, let's talk, you know? Yeah. Cause I want to try to build this community. Dude, you know? it, 
It's a hard thing because I, I recently realized after the protest, I was like, yo, like I want to do better for our, our DJ slash music scene. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it, it's it's kind of the same boat where it's like, mm -hmm. hey, there's only so many black DJs allowed or black performers allowed yeah. within the city. You have to fit certain niches and stereotypes. It's so infuriating for you. <laughs> uh, well, this is the thing I came up yeah. with. And, and I was like, yo, the reason why I want to get uh, the black DJs and communities together is because uh the the colonizing owners yeah because that's because oh, yeah. any way you look at it like even right now within the food game like if if you don't go from like cart to shop yeah you have to have x amount of colonizing owners to sit up here and yeah. support you for you to mm -hmm. do stuff oh, and yeah. then you become a part of these monopoly restaurant groups and yeah. then you can't you gotta you see, you see yeah. certain people becoming a Harvey Weinstein, and you can't say nothing. No, not me. Yeah. No, not me. Yes, it was, it was yeah, because I, I don't care. Because I don't give a fuck. You know, you know when I, I never knew have. I truly liked you. Besides us sitting in Gigi's house eating, eating, <laughs> yeah. eating crab, watching him destroy Top Chef. Yeah. Uh, the was when you had that Megatron. Uh, oh, that Megatron T-shirt. Yeah, 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 I still I have that shirt. I still oh, wear right. it quite often. Good. Good. Um, good. But like. I was just like, oh, this dude ain't like the rest of them. No. He's built different. Yeah. And it, it's not even the different of being like, it's, you're not shy. No. Uh, not only do you have tattoos out the wazoo, you sit up here and 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 proudly have your have your fronts in. Mm -hmm. let, let, Thank let, you for calling them fronts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be like, oh, you got a grill, Kim Jong grilling. I'm like, listen. <laughs> like... <laughs> It's jewelry, mm -hmm. man, and call it right. They're fronts. Yeah. yeah. And and so like it's it's the thing for me that like I've had like within being adopted by so many Asian families in my life and so many different ones, like you know, yeah, Filipino, yeah. Japanese, yeah. everything. Um, that I feel more comfortable mm -hmm. in those settings and I get those groups to a certain extent, even more than maybe my own, mm -hmm. that at the end of the day, like when I saw you, and uh, I was just like, "This motherfucker's built different. He, yeah. he, he, he just isn't. Thank you. <laughs> he, especially like even within the chef world and in, yeah. in the chef game, like you know, it it's definitely becoming like cooler and more niche within certain people owning food carts mm -hmm. to get into certain positions. But like you're before all that, yeah, and even before being before all that." you didn't carry yourself the way that everyone else did. You weren't being like, all right, I got to get into PG Park. I got to, yeah. like, and shout out to Bo yeah. for getting to PG yeah, yeah, Park. Yeah, no, totally. But, like, I think, you know, it's, it's funny you mentioned that because, like, I don't, I don't really talk about this that much, but, like, I think one of the biggest things I learned is, like, I did try to expand, right? Like, I got into Pine Street Market, mm -hmm. and then, you know, like, we took over 21, like, uh, BJ's Concept or whatever, and, like, Here's the thing that I realized about myself. It was a very valuable lesson. One was like, all right, I don't play well with others. Okay, mm -hmm. like I don't like asking people for money. I also don't like being owed money and I'm doing all the work and I don't get the money that I deserve. Mm -hmm. Right. And then something happened in that whole situation where I felt guilty for making decisions in my own company. And I was really, and this was the smartest thing I ever did. Was like, because Earl approached me and was just like, yo, like, let's bring Kim Jong-un to Pine Street. And I was like, mm, but that's all I have. 
then if I if it doesn't do well, then you're gonna take it from me. I always think that way. Maybe that's not true. It's probably not true. Mm-hmm. Earl and I have met cool, but I was like, we should make it something else. Let's make it kind of like this, but let's make it something else. Mm-hmm. So just in case, like the worst happens, you know, like I I still I, have my I, baby. I, I still have my baby. Yeah, I still have my food cart. Yeah. You know? So and and the worst did happen, mm-hmm. and then um, you know I got accused of stealing when really it was just I was paying myself for months of like food that went out that i never got paid for because i was doing all the prep because i had to make sure everything was there and like you know when it comes like dropping names or talking shit i don't give a fuck yeah because of two things i've seen my bottom i've had kim jong Un burned down to the ground taken away from me tried to open a restaurant i lost everything i was the most depressed i've ever been your father yeah at one point in time when i didn't have kim jong Un, i remember like looking at my my daughter and i was thinking about how i grew up you know i grew up with without without a dad and i was just like is your future going to look a little bit better if I wasn't here? Because I'm kind of a sad sack of shit right now. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then when I got, and then I've seen my bottom, and instead of being like, oh, my God, I'll never go back there, mm-hmm. I flipped the mentality. It just took a lot of work for me to just be like, oh, I've seen my bottom. Nah, I'm still breathing and walking. I'll come back. You know, yeah. like, and I weaponized that, you know? I think that <clears throat> for every... You remember the the MTV series Dear Diary? I've heard of it. I never All right, so it was just basically a documentary series about mm-hmm. about different famous people. Okay. Um, and the reason why I bring it up is because all those people, it goes through the worst point <laughs> right before you break. <laughs> oh man. And it, it it was just like you know, it's like Missy Elliott, like or or I'm trying to think of a good example. It was like Little Wayne. You just got sh- you you, you yeah. shot yourself. You did X, Y, and Z. You went to oh, jail. My God. You lost all this. You came back you, and you tried to start over again. Mm-hmm. And that was the time it hit. You went through four different like major life. Maybe this isn't for you right. moments for then for you to break. And it's like you know, same thing with Michael Jordan. It's like you got passed up by the Blazers yeah, to end up on the Bulls. And at the time you could have been like, Damn, I didn't know that. That's yeah. Crazy. Yeah. It's like at, at the time you could have been like, yo. Fuck it. Right? I'm not. I'm not really. Maybe I'm not cut from the same cloth as the greats. Maybe I. Maybe yeah. I'm not supposed to be here. But every time I get to one of those points now in my life, I'm like, this is for my interview of Dear Diary. This. <laughs> this is the yeah. low point that I get to talk about and be like, yeah. yeah, they tried to beat me down, but guess what? They yeah. couldn't do it. Yeah, and like you know, like it's funny, like you mentioned, like I, I don't, I don't know, man. Like I, I, I like right now, I don't, I don't ever. Like our, our like the restaurant industry is kind of kind of to me in my eyes it's it's a little broken, like we're in this like weird rebuilding phase. Like I I was actually talking to Gigi the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, I was trying to like I love talking to him because I get really good advice from him, but I don't think he realizes he's giving me good advice because <laughs> he's Gigi. Um, is he but, quiet when he talks to you too? No, no, no. It, yeah. he, he always laughs like uh like the Cheshire cat or something to me when he's listening out he's like <laughs> oh yeah no I think that's just his laugh I think that's just who he is because I think like deep down inside like he he's he's like such a he's, he's a good person you know yeah. what I mean like in precarious situations happen because of fame you know like so you can't say th- certain things yeah then there's me I'm just like I, I I just really don't care, you know. I really don't. Like if if a white chef doesn't like me, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just like, well then let's talk about it. Where are you going? 
<laughs> you know, like, okay, you know, that's the, it. You that, know? That's, that's a funny thing you mentioned that I, I've dealt with so many situations where I've come out to be like, hey, this is either racist or mm-hmm. this is uh, you deliberately taking advantage of me because you realize I'm black and you realize my options are limited. Right, right. So, like, let's talk about this. And every time I've had one of those moments of, like, let's talk about this mm-hmm. and put this in perspective, it's a thing that every single time, and I do mean every single time, it, it it's some like yeah i don't have to talk about this with you yeah, it, yeah it's, it's that i'm i'm so above yeah. you and this you you mm-hmm. know how easy it is for me to pick another black person or another whatever yeah. to come here and be this yeah and th- that's what i gotta say and, and 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 i respect the food hustle mm-hmm. because as famous as whatever the the group or the owner is of something at the end of the day they can be five percent of the personality of a business oh yeah it's always going to be the chef and and just kind of like in the comedy industry chefs now like at least within this city it's it's seeming like more so have each other's back it's like yo Yo, this person's yeah. doing this over there. Like, cause it's like, you're not gonna eat five days a week at my thing. And yeah. if you did eat five days a week at my thing, you might die. <laughs> you, yeah. you, 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 yeah. you, you know, it, and, and it just turns into a thing that I love the fact that it's like, yo, go check this person out. Oh, I'm gonna take a picture with me at this person's restaurant. Yeah. Oh, we're going to sit up here and do a collab on something for a week long or whatever else. And then when someone, like shuts down the game and like finally realizes it and because this is the thing i love once mm-hmm. again about the food industry uh it's like hey i'm no longer gonna just make the meal i'm gonna bottle the sauce and sell yeah. it to you so you can make it at home <laughs> it's like hey 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 yeah. you know what i'm just gonna sell you chili peppers dog yeah. Yeah. you don't even and i, I and, and that's what ian did yeah. that's what nong did like there's so many people yeah. within the game that's like got to that point and i'm just like oh that's better than a Jordan. Yeah, that's, that's, that's better. The, the, yeah, no, it's true. It's 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 expanding into different markets, and like I think the restaurant industry, like I said, like I was telling you earlier, you know, like there's a lot of there's some problematic chefs, and I was just like, bro, I can't I can't fuck with you, you know, and they're, they're like, why? I'm like, bye, you know, like. Later. All right, all right. You know? I'm I'm gonna be an asshole, and I'm gonna be very honest with you about yeah. something, and this is this is a hard thing, and. Marcy, you can if you can just pop in and, and tell me if I'm being honest about this when I say this because you you at least heard it three times. So everyone says Portland is a foodie city, a city, and they're always just like you know blah 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 about the food, the food mm-hmm. culture, and everything else. And I'm like, yo, Portland has good food. Oh yeah, but Portland isn't like a port of food. Like you know, there's certain segments of type of food. Like why I think you do so good within what you're doing. Mm-hmm. There's not that many yeah. of that thing out here. You can get Thai food out the ass out here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you you be like, hey, uh, I want some Chinese delivery. Yeah, no. No, no. no. Well, go ahead. You tell me. Where, where do you get your Chinese food from? Oh, I mean, right right across the street, to be honest. What's it called? Uh, yeah, see, uh, be honest. City. Be honest. We're not a food city. Uh, I, 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 <laughs> I, call, I call it the duck shop. Yeah. Cause they just have the ducks in right. the window, but then, but really, my my probably my all time favorite would be Frank's uh, Frank's New House. Frank's okay. I like that place, um, but I'm more of a dim sum dude. So if I'm gonna do something, I want to go to HK Cafe. Right. And if I'm going to like order takeout, 
type like that, I'm gonna order it from there because I'm like, I want yeah. a crap ton of shumai. Yeah. I want um, I want some shrimp fried rice. I want some haodong, and then mm. that's it. Yeah. You just named the places that are it. That's the thing. You're right. I I, I laughed a little when you said this. We are not a food city. What, what where do you go get barbecue at? Because that's my always my question within any Portlander saying like I'm like if you had to in Portland proper, Portland proper, get barbecue, and and it can be whatever kind of okay. type you 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 deem barbecue. But if it doesn't oh. come with a moist towelette, I don't really call it barbecue. Yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> I mean, like, honestly, like, food, like I do like Roadrunner barbecue up on Foster. Okay. Okay. And then I liked Holy is, Trinity. Is, is Foster Portland proper? I mean, it is. It is. But it's not all the way to 82nd, though. Like, I, I find 82nd is the cutoff of Portland. All right. So I take 39th as being the cutoff of Portland. Ah, that's. I'm like, if I have yeah, to yeah, yeah, leave okay, okay. the city. And okay. go to Portland suburbs. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know where where to get like proper barbecue. I don't I don't know. I, that's the thing. That's when people say like Portland's such a food destination. I'm like, no. There's just like nine of us that are making good food. But it's it's world class good food. It's world. No, of course, one hundred percent. It is nothing. It's it is not. It's not. It's not a knock on the food in Portland. It's mm. a knock on the size of Portland. Yes. You see what I mean? Like so. Like okay. So. Like if somebody ripped off somebody else's idea, like somebody say somebody ripped off my idea right mm -hmm. across this, like they just popped up across the street. Yeah, I ran them out. Mm -hmm. In any other city, like in LA, they just be like, oh, we'll we'll just go to three Silver more Lake. blocks down. Yeah, we'll just go to Silver Lake or like oh oh we'll go to Oxnard. Portland has is a very limited space. Port, but it even extends past Portland because if yeah. you did something in Portland and then tried to do that same thing in Beaverton, yeah. You 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 might get some calls and stuff yeah. because you 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 messing up someone's yeah, home route. Because I'm fucking up some yeah. Because and and that's the thing is Portland is so small because of, and that's why that happens. You know what I mean? Because like think about it, like Thai restaurants are everywhere, right? Everywhere. I right? think we we have more strip everywhere. clubs and Thai restaurants than any right. other city in the world. But just like strip clubs, there's only like four owners of all of them. Same thing with same thing with Thai food, man. There's only like. Well, let's just say, let's see the ratio. Let's just say there's like 100 places to eat Thai food. I'd say there's probably like 30 owners. Jesus. You see what I mean? You see? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, that is a different hustle altogether. It's mm -hmm. like, you know, like like flush shops. You know what I mean? People are just like, oh, dude, I go here. Well, I go here. This is the best soup ever. Dude. Motherfucker, it's all the same family. Uh, it, you know? Like, when yeah. When ramen started to become like a big thing out mm -hmm. here, and everyone started to pop up, and Noriniku's yeah. was like, I, I want to say Noriniku's was one of the first ones that was like solely doing yeah, yeah, ramen yeah. within their yeah. thing, not in combination. And then all of a sudden, it, it felt like everybody started to pop up and started to do ramen. Yeah, and and I was like, I get it to a certain extent. Like people feel like they're creating uh, or they're riding the new wave instead of yeah, creating yeah. their own niche. Yeah. And I'm always a dude, create your own niche. Don't ride the wave yeah. because the wave, the wave will, will come and get you eventually. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, cream rises to the top. But but the thing that happened within that situation, I was like, yo, so like everybody's making ramen. Do, I mean, even for Asian dishes, mm -hmm. there's so many other things, even in individual <laughs> cultures that you can be yeah, a yeah. specialty of. Yeah, yeah. Why are you letting the, it, this be it? Yeah, somebody. somebody be the king of shrimp. <laughs> I had this thing. I was talking to somebody about ramen 
and they're like, yeah, like what's your favorite ramen spot? And the first thing popped in my head is like, actually, I'm an instant ramen guy. Mm-hmm. You know? But anyways, I was talking, I was talking to one of my somebody from my team, and they were just like, she, like she straight up told me she's like, you know what? I don't like ramen. Like, like it was like, and this is like when ramen is at the height. She was just like, ramen's too delicate. Like I'm not gonna sit there and like slurp the broth and the noodles and try to figure out where what I like. She's like, I like pho. It is dirty. <laughs> It is like I can make it as whatever I want the second that bowl hits. Mm-hmm. There's probably a thumb in that bowl somewhere that somebody put their thumb in there so they can get it to my table. With ramen, I have to use two hands to pick up the bowl, and it's all delicate. She's like, fuck that. Fuck. And I was like, you know what? I'm mm-hmm. on your team. I'm on your team. I love so much. It's like, so good. It's uh, so good. If I, if I was ever to be a black guy that opened up a pho shop, it, ha- it would have to be called fuck you. There is a fuck you. There is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it in Portland? Oh, I'm sorry. It's not a fuck. Yeah, it's in Beaverton, actually. It's in Beaverton. I think there's a place called fuck you. Y- yes, that's, right? that's how I meant it. But there's another spot called fuck him. And it's my favorite spot, and I can't wait for them to open. They're up on 82nd. It's actually not that far from HA Cafe. Fuck him. But this is go back. This goes back to what I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm. So like, I went there and I was like, dude, this is amazing. They had this like roasted chicken one with the chicken bones in it and shit. And like, like heart, like my daughter and I would go there and just hit that spot. I'm like, why is this so good? And then I talked to somebody there, and uh, they're like, yeah, like we also pho hung, mm-hmm. and then we also used to own the pho hung on 82nd when we sold that one and told this. And I was like, how many of these joints does your family own? They're like. I'm like oh my god like shit like i've been lied to or like yes you, you, know, you definitely like, you've definitely been lied yeah, to. i was just like but that's how they had like that's how like a lot of asian businesses roll though you know what i mean like yeah that's why there's like that's why like like there's this thing there's this saying like with korean barbecue restaurants where like like there'd be one uncle in the family that did great barbecue right so everybody puts the whole family puts the money in that dude and they buy the building you know they buy the real estate and then they build it out and put like a million dollars in it. Once that uncle hits that 700,000 liquid, he's like, I'm out. Who's next? And then they'll swap out the owner and maybe chain, maybe do a little facelift, you know? And they, and that's how a lot of Asians, like a lot of Koreans, like built generational wealth with the restaurants. Dude, but not only just restaurants, they did that with everything, everything, they, everything, everything. that they own. And everything. I think that that became a, stores, yeah. it became a thing of jealousy within the black community seeing that it's like, yo, you guys are owning these things that like, not only like mm-hmm. traditionally have either fed our family within a certain way or, you know, or got y'all fucked up. Yeah. Like they owned all the liquor, liquor stores. stores. Yep. Yeah. And it, it's a thing that it's always funny how, white people would only give bank loans to Asian people in black neighborhoods. Yeah. Cause they knew it was a win. It's like, that's so sad. It, it's, it, you know what? That's a, that's a very, very good point. It's so sad. And, and I don't know, like <laughs> I saw this video. They're like, and uh, I saw this one, this one video clip. They're just like, if there was an Asian kid born in England that has a British accent, then there has to be a white kid that was born in china with the that, chinese accent i right? saw that video how hilarious was that right oh my gosh but uh i've never seen this please pull this up yeah so basically yeah. they they found this video of this white kid That's who was awesome. adopted in china and he has a chinese accent and they're just like everyone's got to think he's an asshole Yo. yeah but they, but they think he's an asshole but this, this is my point i like growing up in northern virginia a lot like a lot of my mom's friends 
own liquor stores, mm -hmm. but their kids would have to work there, and they kind of lived in the neighborhood too. So like you would, you'd, you'd have a lot of kids that would speak like super hood. Yeah, you know, like they'd be like, um, like, all right, Lee, like what? Like I went to the my friend had a class with this other Korean kid that grew up in like PG County mm. and like advanced calculus shit. They're like, um, all right, like. Like Paul, what's the uh, what's 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 the answer to this? And be like, uh, yeah, um, <clears throat> X would be the uh, coefficient of Y, and um, uh, you know, like, and totally <laughs> speak like he was from the hood, yeah, but he just didn't know any better. And it's wild because, like, you're right, like, those bank loans would happen, like, you know, those bank loans would happen fast, and that's why, like, with like, with my like, when my mom owned a business, like, she wanted to have her own, like, she's a hairdresser, she wanted to have her own shop. Mm -hmm. And she wouldn't. She couldn't get a fucking bank loan. Yeah. You know, like we have to loan within our own communities. You know, and and that's the thing that is also like you know, I think is a hard thing that Black communities can learn from Asian communities mm -hmm. within now is that it's like the come up mm -hmm. isn't the singular person. No, the it's come the up. Generation. The yeah. come up is when you have the the generational wealth, but when you when you're like, hey these three people in the neighborhood from these three different families mm -hmm. they this one family might work it these people yeah. get a piece these people get a piece yeah. and then when they when they go and buy their property mm -hmm. and they need a look then i give some of them and then i get yeah, a piece yeah. and it's 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 all of a sudden like this whole entire community is making wealth and everything else even though it's still segregated amongst the different families yeah and and it's the thing that like i sometimes i just sit down and i'm like you know what this the best way to put it is y'all actually have a wakanda kind of where where we where we are pretending and and trying to make and yada right. yada yada though we do actually still have the richest country or sorry the yeah. richest continent yeah and in, in in the world within dealing with this and I, it's yeah i think but i think you know like i think um like uh, to go back to what you're saying like i wonder what it would be what would it take like i've thought about this like what would it take for the black and asian community to like maybe maybe it's happening we don't know about it like low-key maybe low-key it's happening and, and like you know like like it's like a mob movie thing just like Dude, right, it is guys, it is a movie thing yeah, all these guys from atlanta and all these dudes from la just came up like from koreatown just like all right look this is how we did this in la this is how you got to do it in atlanta Dude, right, you know like shit like that like that. This, this is what it is and and, and i got and i got it the moment that everything got fucked up with the Asian community and the black community mm -hmm. is when they fucking went from making the Rush Hour movie into making Shanghai Nights. Fuck. <laughs> Damn, that is so true. They're just like, oh, yo. They had Owen Wilson. Dude. And they had dude. Owen fucking Wilson come in there. We, we black and Asians were together. We were working out our different. All three of them it were just, good movies, too. But, but. They ain't never make another rush hour after that. No, they're not. Fuck. See, maybe that's it. Maybe like, I don't know, man. It, it's hard. We, what what it really needs to be is, we need to bring the boy bands together. We need to have an Asian and black boy band, and Holy that's what's going shit. to kill the game. 
Holy because shit. then it, what it's gonna. Oh my be, God, you're so right. <laughs> if we if we take that here, yeah. and it blows up here, you know, the black community will start being recognizing like Asian people in a different way. Yeah, being yeah. like, oh yeah, why is he singing the deep parts? Right. I didn't think that he was gonna. <laughs> you know the dude that I'm yeah, talking yeah. about and boys yeah. have been the yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that dude. That's an Asian dude. And then when when they go to to go on the you know the Asian oh, tour shit, of so it, right? Yeah, and they're gonna be super welcome. Yeah, yeah, because you, yeah. you know there's. The only worst time black people are treated in different countries than in like European type things is in Asian countries. Oh yeah, we, yeah. I went to Japan and I remember everybody being like, "Yo, you're gonna love it." Right, like, right. like, like they love Americans. They yeah. love X, Y, and Z. And this is at the point where I didn't fully have dreads. I just had the, yeah, the yeah. little twist. Yeah. And they thought I was like Ethiopian. They thought I was like from Africa, Africa. Oh shit. And they treated me like shit. Really? Yes. Damn. Like anyone that like was, was in the this? know. Uh, this was like ugh, I was I was like twenty one. So this oh, was okay, like okay, this okay. was a while, a while ago. ago. Yeah, yeah. But it was definitely one of those things where it's just like, mm. like yeah, bro. Yeah, that's not great. And and the best thing is like you know we try to go out at night. You can go to regular bars. It's that yeah, simple. Yeah. But I'm a DJ and I'm like yo, I want to see what the club scene's like in, yeah, yeah. in in Japan. And it was just like, no, you got to come in with five girls each. And we're like. What, wait, what Damn. do you mean? Like five girls each, you need to come right. in with them. And then uh, my boy, like later on, told us because he had a a friend that worked mm-hmm. within the the night industry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, and he and he was basically like, "Oh, they mean that you need to go buy or hire five girls yeah. to come in with you into yeah. the club." And I was just like, "That's a thing. That's a thing." I'm like, "We don't just bribe the door, dude, like no. we do in America." No, and he's no, no, like, it's a thing. "No." It's a thing. He's like, you're still going to pay. And even in that, even the business model in that, it's all insular. (laughs) Like, we'll give you the, we'll give you the number to call. Yeah. That's, that's wild. That's actually mind blowing. There should be a black and Asian boy band. That is mind blowing. That would be it. Cause I, can you imagine the dancing alone? Oh my God. I mean, I mean like stadiums would have to get bigger. Like they'd have to like lose some seats just to make that shit happen. I mean like it would, oh my God, that's like my mind's blown right now. If B2K and B and BTS came together to make a super group. Boom. Oh man. Cause like, cause there've been collaborations and I've, I've I've heard there's some like really dope Asian rappers out there. And I was like, Mm -hmm. maybe that's it. Maybe if there's an Asian rapper that could like be the bridge. And then I was like, no, but you're right. Yeah. It'd have to be like a real. It'd be R and B. It it would have to be R. Because what what's yeah. eventually going to happen is that I I believe that Chris Brown is going to be like actually my last name isn't Brown my last name is Kim and then it's just going to be like <gasps> he's like yeah. wait he's black and Asian this yeah. whole entire time he's yeah. the Tiger Woods of yeah. the of the R and B game oh my god he beat up Drake <laughs> he beat up Drake oh my god black and Asian takes over but, black and white. Yeah. I don't know, man. Dude, you know what? You know what, man? It might be Drake. Drake might be the one to like unify all of it. Yo, dude, don't don't let Drake get with with any like you know, uh, like Korean pop star and no. just destroy just the destroy whole destroy their life. Just, yeah. Well, I mean, just like they have a kid and then it's just the most powerful kid of all time. <laughs> he's we like birth the king. He's like he can't be stopped. He came he from he he came from the strongest stock of both communities. We can't stop it. <laughs> oh my god, that's, he's soft as shit, he's, but he's hard as hell. But he's hard as hell. He's soft as shit, but he knows kung fu. <laughs> 
Yeah, okay, okay, that's true. That's, and that's and the, the, guess, the best the best thing yeah. about it is he'd be playing celebrity basketball games, can't dunk, but just sits up here and just gets all the Steph Curry yeah. threes yeah, all, all in people's faces. All day, just draining them, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, that's fucking funny. I mean, maybe, you know, like... Black and Asians really did, like, just holistically, just, I, I mean, just yeah. came together. We would be the super race. We would be. Yeah. Oh, 100% we would be. We'd be taking shit over. I mean, oh, my God, this... The work it, it, ethic it, it, and it, athletic it, ability. Yeah. <laughs> that alone. <laughs> we get on the whole I, I like how I said the athletic ability. I know everyone's gonna sit up here and may, uh, immediately think black people. I'm like, think about that again. Yeah. Think of think of think of Bruce just Lee. any Asian country in the Olympics period. Yeah. We have we have Bruce Lee. Oh, dude, have you ever seen Japanese rugby? Should That's be- a thing. Yeah. Like it's intense. It's intense. Or like, like or baseball the, too. Yeah, the the ja- like Japanese rugby players. I mean, they're not going to be like yoked and huge. Mm-hmm. Some of them maybe, but they're ta- like tactically, mm-hmm. they're just like surgical. Yeah, dude, I would be, dude, I would be fucking stuck. How where, how do we invest in this? How do we harness <laughs> this, dude? Like, how do? Shit, yeah, w- dude, well, like, basically, we have to do what they did in the Philippines. We got to sit up here and take over a small country and just, just inject, inject all, inject all of it <laughs> one in. thing. So basically, that's what they're doing in <laughs> Africa right now, where all like the Chinese banks and stuff are like buying right. all the property. They're just gonna just yeah make a make a supercontinent, dude. That'd be fucked up. <laughs> be so be so fire. <laughs> be insane. Uh, that would be insane. Cause like I, I like and, and like I like you know and I, I brought this up earlier. It's mm-hmm. like there is something called racism and otherism that keeps us separate. Mm-hmm. You know, and that sucks. And I hate. And this goes back to the Asian hate thing. Is like I I I wish like I would love it if we just stop focusing on that, but like focusing on like why like why like who's the, who's making this who's pushing us together. To cause of violence, you know what I mean? Like that's that's the real question. Like, you know, because like, I think for like every, I don't know. Like I I know a guy in New York, big investment guy. He actually got attacked. Mm-hmm. He, he got he got sucker punched from behind from a black dude. Damn. What the black dude didn't know is like he owns all the Taekwondo schools in Portland. Yeah, it was not great. Like I think he had to call nine one one for the guy that punched him. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, se- secondly, why is anyone like? Asian people, aside from black people, is probably the number one people I would not want to randomly attack on the street. No, because it's because of that. It's that model minority stereotype. They mm-hmm. think we're not going to say anything. They think we're not going to call the cops because we're here illegally. Or like they think I, I, I use this a lot. There's two separate Asian categories mm-hmm. across all the Asians. There's the math Asians and then there's. There's the other ones that just deal in like really fucked up shit. Can 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 yeah. I can I say can I say the heroes the horrible stereotype with yeah. this? It it's it's and this is what I was told. You're either jungle Asian or you're white Asian. Yeah, one hundred percent. That is actually very fucking accurate. There's never been a merger of the two because both parties won't let it mix. Yo, I, yeah, one hundred percent. Damn. Damn, this, Kevin knows all of it. Dude, I'm telling you, That's I was awesome. raised by yeah. Asian families. That's I know awesome. way too much about yeah. this shit. No, it's so true. It's I, so you, true. You, this is my best Asian family story ever. Mm-hmm. It's it's the best. So, all right. So basically was adopted by this Asian family. Uh, they're, they're Filipino. And they invited me over to the Christmas party. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if you know this, mm-hmm. but Filipinos love to do karaoke. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. Way too fucking much. Yeah. Um, so we went over to this party. They, they set up here and brought out the full pig with the apple in the mouth yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, had the lumpia and all that different oh, stuff. Yeah. And uh, they start doing karaoke. 
and I'm just like, oh, word, this is great. And like some of the uh, some of the older kids within the family would do the traditional songs or traditional like Asian songs, yeah, and yeah. some of them would do American songs, but it was mostly Asian songs for the point. And they're like, I'm I'm the black dude. I'm the I'm yeah. the odd man out in this situation. You know, black people love R and B, so they were just like, yeah. yo, come on, come come sing a song, sing a song. Yeah. And I'm like looking on the list, and I'm like. I don't know, like, I don't know any, any of these. And and it's definitely like, uh, and this was probably like, yo, probably 2007, 2008. Okay. So all the songs, even at that point, were at least like 10 to 15 years old on the sheet. Right, right, right. Like right, right, nothing right, right. modern day yeah. whatsoever at yeah. that point. And I'm just like looking at them like, I don't know any of this. And then I see that they have Marvin Gaye. And I'm like, oh, thank God. I know Marvin Gaye yeah, because yeah. of my mom. And so, all right, we're, we're, we're. They only have one Marvin Gaye song. Right. And it's sexual healing. Oh my God. <laughs> and so I punch in sexual healing and I go to start singing it. And I think that everyone's sitting up here just going off, like just yeah. being like, yeah, yeah good yeah, job. Yeah. You're doing great. Yeah. Like slapping me on the back and stuff. And then I finally like look down at like basically my cousin and I look at my cousin and just like, I'm like, yeah, like I'm killing yeah. it. And he's like, shut the fuck <laughs> up. What the fuck are you doing? And I'm getting the slaps <laughs> on the back from basically my mom. And she, and she's just like, shut up and sit the fuck down. Why are you singing the song? Yeah. And everyone's like, I'm like, oh, shit. And I just stop. But you don't stop in karaoke. No, no. you gotta So the, the song just keeps going. Yeah. And I'm just like trying to like pretend like oh I'm eating God. something, trying to do anything to get out of the situation. Worst thing ever. Oh, that's fucking funny. Yeah, I did. I don't know if you know this. I, it wasn't. There's a um, there's a style of like crooner in Japan, right? It's what's like, a, wait, what's a crooner? A crooner, like you, you know, like uh, like um, he the, 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 like uh, like uh, it's like 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 um, fuck, why am I blanking out on this? Like um, kind of like a male. Um, the singer, just he's like a singer. Okay, you know? okay, you know what I mean. Like, like I think Elvis would be considered like a crooner. Like, a crooner, oh, okay, like, okay, got you. All right, first when you said that, I yeah. automatically thought food. Right, right, right. No, 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 no. I know it sounds like a food, but there's a there, there's a dude in Japan who was raised by his grandmother. He's black, mm -hmm. but he's like sings the most traditional Japanese songs. Like, yeah. pulls the mic out of the fucking shit and like gets it, and it's amazing. Fucking wish I could remember his name. But it's happening. <laughs> like it, we're, we're getting we're getting a lot closer. Yo, I, 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 think, I think that's I think it's huge. I, I, I think what's going to happen is that there is a point that instead of Ruben Stutter, we would have got an Asian person. And that just would have like ruined yeah. it for everybody's like, oh, oh shit. Yeah, yeah. Why do all these women look like Mariah Carey yeah, with yeah. black hair? <laughs> <laughs> An army of. Mariah Carey's, they're all You know what I'm talking fuck. about? Like, it's like ethnically yeah. ambiguous. It's like, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you're just light enough, but you're yeah. just dark enough. What <laughs> yeah, are you? I love Gucci, but what the fuck is all going right, on here? So, yeah. we, this okay. has been the worst interview ever because we haven't oh, really sorry. talked about any of the stuff about you. We've only just talked oh, about no, random dude. greatness. No, no. We talked everything about me. Uh, but, me. all right, all right. First off, mm -hmm. uh, how many spots are you at right now? Oh, um, I have one Kim John Grillon and one I'm half owner of uh the sandwich shop, DeMarco's sandwiches. Okay. Which is right next to each other on forty six and southeast division. How sad are you that you guys lost the the space right over here, the pine uh 
Oh, Pine Street. Oh, man, you don't know. I actually walked away from that from a long time ago. I walked away from that pre-COVID. Motherfucker, they still had Joe signs up. I walked away from it pre-COVID. <laughs> I, I walked you. away from it like two years pre-COVID. It was actually a whole thing. Um, you know what? It's been long enough. I'll tell the story. Okay. So we had Pine Street. Mm -hmm. And like I told you earlier, like we named it, we tagged it Kim Jong Smokehouse. Right? It was mm -hmm. a merger between BJ Smith and I. Yeah. And then we had like 21. Mm -hmm. And then I had my two other carts. I had a cart at 12th and Hawthorne. Um, fuck that place too. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then I had my division cart, right? And like... In order for me to keep consistency across all four places, I had to find a commissary kitchen to do all the prep. Damn. So I did all the, and we, I mean, I mean, it was a lot of fucking work, dude. It was so much work. I mean, if you subtract four from that, you still, still really I still, I'm still really close. <laughs> so anyways, it was a lot of work. And mm. like, you know, like one of the partners, Earl, who has, I think he's he's the best restaurateur in town, and he's a Thai guy. Mm -hmm. You know, like he has so many restaurants, and he's kills all of them. Yeah, he's awesome. But I never see him because he's so awesome. He's got twelve fucking restaurants. You know, so twenty one happened, and so I'm just sending out prep and invoicing each place yeah. essentially. And then what ended up happening was one place wasn't giving me my checks, and one place was twenty one. Mm -hmm. Once that one place was 21, I was just like, well, fuck, I got to borrow from the other one to fucking make sure this one stays open. Okay. I can't. Yeah. Keep going. So when that happened, mm -hmm. right, all of a sudden it was just like, they're just like, yo, you're putting all your, like, that prep better not be going to here and there and the other. And I was like, well, that prep has to fucking go from here to there to the other because this one's not fucking paying me. Yeah. You know? So eventually what ended up happening was my actual place is Kim Jong Grillin was technically paying for 21 to mm -hmm. stay alive. Okay. Now at this point we'd have like monthly meetings and stuff. Maybe it will show up. Maybe he wouldn't this and that, the other, but I think he only got one side of the story. Maybe he got the whole story. I don't care. Yeah. So what ended up happening was I go to Earl and I'm just like, Dude, I can't do this anymore. And I can't work. I can't work like this. Cause like both the other owners, like even, the other owner of 21 was never there. Yeah. And when he was there, it was only like an oh shit situation. Somebody didn't show up and you begrudgingly would have to be there. Yeah. Okay. But I was there every fucking morning. Mm -hmm. I was there like handling damage control and everything. So I got to this point where like, and this was like, this is the beginning of the end of my fucking sanity, which was like, I, I, I live like half an hour away. I fucking drive home. I come home and then my daughter and I'm talking, I'm talking, I'm talking to my partner and my daughter comes into the kitchen. She's just like, Hey mom, Hey, Han. <laughs> and then just like grabs the shit and like walks like I'm a fucking roommate. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, holy shit, I'm never seeing my kid. And I was like, you know what? This sucks. And then there's this whole controversy of like, yo, are you fucking stealing money from Pine Street to pay for fucking for whatever, paying for your carts? And I was like, no, it's fucking 21, asshole. <laughs> you know? So then what about so there's a gaslighting situation that happened there. And then. All of a sudden, it became this big thing. Like, dude, you're stealing your profit shares, like, until you pay it back. You know, this and like, so I got to pay it back out of my shares. Then I'm walking. I'm out. Right? Yeah. So I was like, oh, is that, that's how it is? Yeah. All right, I'm out. I, I, I wish I could say it like that at the time, but at the time, you know, the way gaslighting works is that, like, you feel fucking horrible. You feel guilty. You oh, feel yeah. Like they make you, you feel fucking, like you're crazy. You feel like you're fucking going insane. Yeah. 
And I felt that, right? And then you get to the point of questioning yourself because you're like, there's yeah. no other way. There's no other way. There's yeah. no other options that your brain can do this. And then like, it got to the point where like, I was like losing my memory. I was so stressed out, right? Yeah. So then I go to like, so then I call Earl. I'm like, hey man, um, we gotta sit down. And it's just me and him. And I'm like, hey, um, I'm out. Yeah. Like, th here's a very here's a proposal. If you just change the name from Kim Jong Smokehouse, we'll just call it KJS. Right? <laughs> and then then I can still keep Kim Jong a Roman. Yeah. Right. And then that's it. Separate church and say. Yeah. He was totally cool with it. He was totally just like, you know what? That's actually a good idea. Okay. The other partner pushed back this meeting for like three weeks because he had to go to LA food and wine or whatever, <laughs> Denver or whatever. And honestly, like if you have to pay to go to these food festivals, like then you weren't invited. Yeah. And they don't take care of your flight or your hotel. Yeah. Bro, you went as a guest. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're not, you know, you ain't shit. Cause I've been invited to those things. Yeah. And the gift baskets are dope. <laughs> I mean, you get AirPods and shit. It's awesome. I, I that's not what this dude was doing. So, mm -hmm. Hold on one yeah. second. Uh, hey, we're gonna we're gonna throw throw up the steel. We're gonna take a quick commercial break because I'm about to yeah. piss my pants. Yeah. All right, go, go, we're go, right go, back. Go, yeah. Three hours later, and we're back. Yeah, man. Um, I just I just watched somebody like with the mm -hmm. that's cleaning the streets. And I just saw one of the yellow signs. <laughs> the other red says, "I can't unsee it. I can't yeah. fucking unsee it, man." Um, but yeah, so like what ended up happening was um, the meeting kept getting pushed back on like like how I'm going to exit. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, yeah, just don't change the name. And what would have happened is 21 would have had to like rebrand everything. It would just cost too much money. Yeah. And I asked for a certain amount of money to, to leave. Yes. Or whatever. And finally the meeting happens. We all sit down and, and this is my version of it. I'm sure it's different and whatever. My version of it was, was when I sat down, there was like, well, we, already registered the name Kim Jong Smokehouse and um, the logo and uh, you know like you're not gonna get anything from this and I was like uh, oh okay um, oh, give me one second and I called my lawyer and I was like yeah they they totally they totally tried to register the name like they tried to register the LLC like mm. super and he's like they know you're fucking trademarked right and I was like I don't think they know they trade that I'm trademarked mm -hmm. so I come back I'm like hey you guys know I'm trademarked right like I own the words Kim Jong in the realm of this food and food everything else and everything else yeah you know like and i also own that cat logo i have the receipt that i paid for it yeah so then the conversation had to switch from like a licensing thing hold, so hold, hold, on, hold on hold on why why do people do this why why is this ever a thing where it's like so i think i think this person thought well yeah, i don't give a fuck <laughs> I think BJ thought mm. that it was going to be like his retirement fund, you know, like you can probably because it was easy. It, it is easy. Once you get it down, it's easy. And you can like if I wanted to, I could pop up any of these anywhere, you know, mm. and, and just get it done. You know, like and, and, and that is the valuable part that I learned from the Pine Street thing. Mm -hmm. um, so I left, you know, and I left and I was, I was I'm not gonna lie, man, I was broken. I was overweight. I my, my brain was sizzled. My family life sucked. Mm hmm. Do I think I need to repair my cars because I was driving so much? You know, like it was again another bad spot. But I'd come back and I'd just look at my food truck and be like, "Damn, damn, I still got you, baby." <laughs> like, <laughs> let's get Han fixed. And so, and it took me years, man. It took me years to like fix all that, all that mental shit that happened to me. Mm -hmm. And that's where, like, I started going to therapy. And it was like, 
and I didn't realize it. So like when I first saw my therapist, he's like, I was like, all right, you know, we'd have our session, you know, and he'd be like, all right, cool. He's like, so we'll see you like, uh, what, what day you got next week? What day you got next week? And then it's like, Hey, you know, uh, I'm busy next week. Like I'll see you in uh, two weeks. You want to, you want to do a, how about two weeks to now where I see him once a month. Yeah. And I didn't realize like, that's a really great progression. Yeah. You don't have to see him every week. And like, so I'm a big advocate for mental health yeah. and, uh, and what, what I think, like I said, like, I don't care what anybody's version of that story is. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't fucking steal shit. And if I did, I wouldn't have just stolen just enough to fucking pay for one place to stay open. You know yeah. what I mean? There's, I mean, you know, like, come on, like, let's just be real. And like, honestly, like, and I don't give a fuck about like, I don't care like what chefs out there like or don't like me. You know, mm -hmm. like at the end of the day, it's just like, well, then come punch me in the mouth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, honestly, honestly, like, let's just, let's call a spade a spade. If I don't like your food, I'm not going to eat your place. Yeah. You know, and if you don't like what I have to say, then come talk to me about it. Yeah. That's it. it it's just, that's just the realest I can possibly get. Yeah. And so whatever. And like, so now, like I look at it and like, now I look at it, like the growth that has happened since I left those situations. And the one thing, the, one of the things I realized, like I said earlier, like I don't play well with others. Mm -hmm. I need, like, if I own something, I fucking own that. And the other thing is like, my life, when my life becomes unmanageable, but the bank account's really high, that's a really bad sign. Mm -hmm. I've never had it where it's, I've never had it like I have it now, where I'm like, I feel privileged. I feel like I have enough money. My bills are paid on time. Yeah. And it's very manageable. I've never had this in my life until very recently. And I'm, I feel like blessed. Uh, I've been in the, the, what, the story that you just told, I've been in into two parts and I won't really get into mm -hmm. either of them, but to say at one point I was working at a bar and it was one of these, and I won't say this person was as much of a colonizer, but they were mm -hmm. definitely trying to, they wanted ownership. And mm -hmm. they wanted true ownership in the sense of being like, I have multifaceted things going on. Right. Like if one domino falls, it doesn't take the rest of them with it. Oh, wow. But in this case, it yeah. definitely did. So oh, I, was, I was the profitable bar. And when I say I was, I literally did the random weekday that was successful. And then mm -hmm. I did the two weekend days that were successful. Right. And so it was like, literally, I am paying all your bills for all your places. Right. <laughs> he always does this. I don't know if you've seen the episode where he, he just comes to the window and sits there. And it's so creepy. <laughs> it's a little creepy. It's okay. And he's still there. I can feel it. I know. I can feel there. him looking. <laughs> but... Basically, I'm just going to put up my yeah. end like this until it goes away. Um, basically, uh, my one place was playing for three other places. And I got. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So my yeah. one bar, which was, I can just be yeah. honest about it because dude's dead now. Uh, Mike Wilson, uh, he owned Tube. And yeah. And then he owned Black Book. And then he owned Rature. And then he owned Satyricon. And oh, at, one, at one point, I like, it was the thing that. I made a, a shit ton of money for his bar and I right. was asking for adequate pay. Right. Not what I deserve. Right. Not anything along those lines. I was asking for adequate pay. And it's a thing that's different from, I think, the DJ game than anything else. If you're a working class DJ, you don't get a raise. There's no, no, such, no, 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 no. Yeah. There's no, no such thing as like that. No. So because you, you, what you sign on to mm -hmm. at that rate is what that rate will be. Yeah. Because everything life. else. Yeah. 
uh, inflates within mm-hmm. the cost of it over the time. Can you, can you shut that curtain so I don't have to see that man when he starts back around? <laughs> um, but it, it turns into that's the one thing that then everything else inflates. Like security costs right. more. Yeah, everything yeah, else yeah. costs more. The bartenders need to raise. And it's like, my name's on the flyer. Yeah. I make this popular. Yeah. yeah. And so basically I, I dealt with being that and... At the end of the day, they ended up having to sell, and it went downhill from there, and that's another story for another time. But, um, yeah, it was – I felt the pain that you're going through of being like, not only if I mess up this one thing, everything Mm -hmm. else falls like dominoes, but no one else realizes that everybody else gets to have shittier days at their other places and still get paid. Right. So. Yeah, and that's like – and, again, it's like a testament to, like, your – to how, like, what you're doing. You're still DJing. You're still, you're still killing it on certain nights, I, you know, like you still have your thing, you know? I, I still have my thing. I, I definitely, I try to be like what you, what you were saying earlier, like how you were trying to build stuff within your community. Mm-hmm. I try to build stuff within my community. Um, it's just a thing that my, my community treats our game like selling Avon. That sucks. You got to change that. And it, it, it's, it's a thing that I, I've definitely tried to. I've definitely tried yeah. to talk to individuals about him. Like, yo, like this is how we can play the game. Like, yeah. you know, you have to deal with these bar owners and everything else. Like, here's how we can change it. Let's just rent out venues and just mm-hmm. do events there. Yeah. And then you don't have to deal with these people. And they're like, yeah, but I don't have the money for that. And I was like, yo, I'll front the money. Like, I'll front oh, the wow. money. Even and, 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 you know, give me the most realistic like you, give me a manager's percentage back. Give me ten percent back on my investment, which is shit. Yeah, like, that ain't it, shit. Yeah, like yeah. give me ten percent back on my investment, and I'll sit up here and like not only help you do these events, but I uh, I will sit up here in front of the cash for it. And still, people oh, were right. just like, "Oh, that sounds like an education thing." You gotta like it, really, it, you gotta really take the, like you have to take the time I, to draw it on a whiteboard. I, I I've tried to. I it's I've like leading a horse to water. Yeah. I'm I'm just like yo. How how many ways can I show and prove that this formula works? Yeah. Yeah. And for you not to be dumb about it. Yeah, it's not easy to be the pioneer of a new way of like doing a business because I've never even heard of doing it. That's actually that's fucking smart. I'm not gonna lie. That's a really smart way of doing it. Because like yeah, fuck dude, like what like. I I like because I used to book DJs for different bars and stuff, and I don't I don't know if you remember like the fix. Remember the fix? You don't. Are you kidding me right now? Oh fuck! You do remember the fix? Okay. Hey Marcy, do you want to you want to you want to explain to this man? I was the host of the fix. Do you remember when the fix was in Southeast? When it was at uh, Nightlight? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you started to work there. Okay. Okay. I wasn't there. I was only at the someday. Okay. I worked at the one that I worked there and like I remember when they started at Nightlight and it just got too big. Mm-hmm. I loved it because I was just a line cook, high as a fucking guy, <laughs> just snort and blow all night, just like fuck yeah, this money ain't ever gonna stop, you know, because yeah. I'm fucking whatever working. But I remember like looking at that that whole thing, the fix thing, and I was like, damn, this is tight. It's three DJs all the time and the motherfuckers cannot get enough of it. Like harnessing that, like that was like I was like, damn, like People say Portland's a white city, but damn. Yep. No, dude, you guys definitely did that for the culture. I do remember you were at Someday for the Fix. Yes, I was at Someday for the Fix. Yeah. I wasn't at the Nightlife for the yeah. Fix. In fact, I didn't even know about its existence yeah. until it moved over to the Sunday. Because I was, I was literally 21 yeah, 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 when yeah, I joined yeah. it. So, cause like when that Because ha- like when that was at the Nightlight, I was like, 
because I think Connie was involved when it did and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then like Rev Shines was there and everything. And I just remember just being like, wow, dude, this is like so rad, man. Because like Portland really isn't that white. And it was really fucking cool for me to see that. Yeah. And then obviously in your industry, you have way more unsavory DJs than, than good DJs. <laughs> Please understand respectfully. I am giving you recognition that you are not those douchebags but yeah man you're that industry man like doing it that way would be smart i mean i guess i guess that would have to just come down to like educating it, you know? it's it's not educating because i i when i first started one of my events uh when basically when we started tribute night and i and i've done tribute night in like very at different points in my career and when mm -hmm. i finally like branded it and made it a thing thing yeah. um it was because someone really tried to steal it holy shit really yeah and so like uh you know what you 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 said a story that you were yeah. reluctant to tell i think it's only fair that i'll yeah. I'll, very, I'll very quickly tell this one so basically the first tribute night we ever did we did like an 80s versus 90s tribute which isn't the most original thing in the world but we were like hey we're primarily oh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah we did yeah. we did, ended up doing it at the someday and um you know, I even remember the poster was the the dude from Do the Right Thing that gets his yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. shoe smudge. He's like, ah! Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, that was the first one. The next one we did, we ended up doing uh, the first version of Wayne versus uh, uh, Jay-Z. So yeah, Little yeah. Wayne versus Jay-Z. Yeah, yeah. And it was a huge success. It was like more of a success than I thought it was ever going to be. And it was literally a joke between me and uh, my DJ partner, uh, Doc Adam. Like, mm -hmm. I guarantee you I could play Lil Wayne all night and no one bat a fucking eye. And he's yeah. like, yo, but you can't just do Lil Wayne right, all night. Right. Like, And then mixed in Jay-Z, I took Lil Wayne, even though I was like, in my heart I was like, Jay-Z would win a battle with Lil Wayne, but Lil Wayne's got more current he got, hits. He's got way more current hits. <laughs> and and yeah. so I took Lil Wayne. But anyway, so I did that one. And then eventually down the line we did uh, another one because – my homeboy's girlfriend basically was like, yo, uh, I love Beyonce. I never hear Beyonce in the club. I'm like, Beyonce isn't club playable. And she's like, yes, it is. And I'm like, no, it isn't. And she's like, it is. I'm like, I'll prove it to you. I'm going to play five Beyonce's back to back. And I did it. And I was like, motherfucker, why are we playing Beyonce in the club? Yeah, dude, seriously. <laughs> and oh so, then, so then eventually we ended up doing at, um, at Digapony, we did Beyonce, Rihanna, uh, and then we played a bunch of other art or a bunch of other girl centered artists mm -hmm. after that. And we did that all night and it was super successful. And the thing that ended up happening was uh, Holocene saw that we did this party and they took the other white DJ that was a part of this party and they, yeah. and they booked them to do it. Yeah. They, and, me rent money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, she does I'm not even joking. Uh, yeah. So what what ended up happening was they they booked him and his DJ partner to go and play the event, and this is like the third time this has happened between me and these DJs, where mm -hmm. th someone would be like, "Kevin is so successful at said thing, mm -hmm. we are going to take said thing and make our own version with you two being the 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 pilots of it." So when I played it tube. And Tube was super successful, and the owner owned the bar next door. Yeah. He's like, hey, I'm going to hire them to play on your night because we can't fit all the people into the bar, so we might as well have them next door. And I was oh like, my God. And, and they literally called me up and like, hey, this is what the owner just asked us to do. And I'm like, why would you ever do that? Why would you say yes? And, and they're just like, 
well, that's what we're calling you. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, you can do it, but that's fucked up. Like, why would you ever eat yeah. off of my plate? And da 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 da. Yeah. And they're just like, word, we won't do it. And so this situation happened again within with Holocene. And they're just like, yeah, man, they're trying to make us do this Beyonce birthday party. I'm like, yo, dudes, we already said that we we're going to do this party next oh, month at Dig a Pony. And they're just like, yeah, we know. So do you want to come on and play? And I'm like, well, it looks like I have no choice. Yeah. And so I went and played it, uh, played it with them at Holocene. And eventually what ended up happening once again, Holocene basically, I would say a night mm -hmm. and like an idea. I'm like, hey, let's do Drake versus Kanye. That's the yeah. night that I really want to do. And they're just like, yeah, nah, we're not going to worry about that right now. We want to do another one of these parties. And I was just like, oh, all right, cool. And then a month later, they would hit me up and be like, hey, so this other group from out of town is going to come in and do a Drake versus Kanye night. They're looking for a host. Can oh, you, my God. Can you, can you host the night? And so this 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 went on in forever. And, like, eventually I got my own night. And the thing that ended up happening, and the reason why I'm telling this story, mm -hmm. is because I convinced Holocene to give me a night. And I'm like, look yeah. at what's going on. Yeah. Realize you're you're catching up to the wave as I'm as I'm riding right. the wave. Let's play this yeah. smart. And so that's really big of you. Th this is the, this is the thing, though. And this mm -hmm. is the honest to God truth. And mm -hmm. I, 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 I truly mean this. This is the honest to God truth. I sat down at Nongs with mm -hmm. these two DJs and I was just basically like, hey, we have a golden opportunity right now to continue on these this party. It can be whatever we want to make it. Yeah. And we could tour around the country doing it. Yeah. And we can set this precedent with it. And they're just like, yeah, that's crazy. So, like, how are we going to involve Holocene? And I was just like, what do you mean how are we going to involve Holocene? <laughs> and they're like, right. well, well, this was their idea. And I was like, no, it wasn't. Don't, yeah. don't you remember? We literally did this. Yeah, don't yeah. you remember the phone conversation and everything? And they're just like, yeah, we have other parties there and other nights. And if we do this party it's going to jeopardize our other nights. And I'm like, yo, man, if we put our foot down, yeah, there's nothing that they can say or do to us. Yeah. We can go somewhere else with these same ideas. We can go to another bar with all your other concepts. We'll be fine. Yeah. Just realize that this is like a... And a, you know what? Holocene will be fine too. Wow. So, so at the end of the day, they didn't want to do it. I mm -hmm. ended up booking the parties and they went over like gangbusters. And as... I was booking them. I still hired them to DJs, DJ some of them, but you're not my partner anymore. Yeah. I'm hiring. Now you, now you're, yeah. And yeah. they, they were just like, we got done with the night and I want, I want to be very, very forthcoming with this. I paid them. Correct. Yeah. Like I, I paid them more than what they were getting paid for other gigs within stuff. Right. 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 And what basically came up was a hint and was just like, yo, where's the rest of my money? And I was just like, what do you mean? Where's the rest of your money? And they're like, this is like, like, oh I God. know how much money you made. Like, this isn't half. And I'm like, we never negotiated half. Fuck negotiating half. Yeah. You didn't do half the work. Yeah. It wasn't even you didn't, table. you didn't negotiate the night with the club. Oh my God. You didn't make the flyer. You didn't yeah. do any other, other stuff. You didn't do, I literally made the, I did everything. And yeah, I was yeah. like, you didn't do this. And they like tried to pop off, pop off an attitude with me about it. And at the very end of it, I was just like, I, I, I gave you the opportunity. Yeah. 
to join in on something. Yeah. And you were afraid of massa. Yeah. You were afraid that yeah. you were going to get whipped. Yeah. No, and, 100%. That and, is exactly it. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'll take it if that's what it has to be to be free. Yeah. And fr- fr- since that day, I've, I've continued to have those kind of problems with white DJs. Where, yeah, where it's a that's thing. That's an ultra privileged flex right there. That's like no matter what, no matter what, what I do, it's my brand, it's my thing, yeah. it's my creation. I'm inviting you on, and it's like, where's my half? And I'm like, that, that's, that's not how this works. Mm, like but that's wild. There's no. I mean, like, what's wild to me is how how ignorant people get when it comes to like agreements and stuff like that. That's why I like things on paper. That's why, mm-hmm. you know, it's a, it's a complete invention because it's set up so these things don't happen. Yeah. And that's, that's that. I mean, like, I'm sure, I'm sure you're like me, like uh, a handshake and mm-hmm. verbal handshake. That, that's it. That's the deal. Right, that's the deal. That sucks. That sucks that it's their game. They're the ones that invented the contracts to do these things and they they refuse to do it. A lot of times in business, people like the hardest part, the hardest part is to like jump, right? Just jump and do your own thing. Clearly those guys, you don't want these guys on your team anyways. Believe yeah. Me. You know, like, yeah. So it, it, it was, it was a heartbreaking moment. That sounds so bad. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it was a heartbreaking yeah. moment because it, I, I, I imagine it being like in your sense of being, Hey, I have the opportunity mm-hmm. to not franchise this, but o- open multiple locations. Yeah, and you're like, I don't want to do this on my own because I know how much work that's going to be. Yeah, but at the same time, you come to realize if you don't do it on your own, that, and that's the don't. Yeah. I, I don't play well with others either because I'm like, yeah. hey, yeah. if we build something together, mm-hmm. that's us together. We built yeah. that together. Let's go and do that. If we're doing yeah. 50-50 of the work, let's go do that. But when people are like, I don't really want to show up. Yeah. I'm going to take my ball home. Yeah. I, I'm, you know, they, they're not invested within the thing like you are. Yeah. Especially being yeah. any person that's a person of color trying to do this. Yeah. And you do that and then you have people look at you a different way. Yeah. Like, just oh, a, the worst. The, the fact alone that I was a dude doing a Beyonce party. Yeah. And people trying to demasculate me, yeah. Until they saw the line around the block, and then they're like, "Oh man, I want to do that." Same thing when we started doing. I did slay, and we did a damn dude. We did an LGBTQ plus and POC party because I had family that was gay that my family didn't want to tell us that we're gay because they were afraid of how we react. Right. And then as we got older, when I went out with my friends that happened to be gay, they would be like, "I don't want to go there, man. It makes me feel mad, uncomfortable to be at that place." And I'm like, "But." We're just going to go hang out, chill, yeah, get yeah, a drink. Yeah. And it's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, but you don't it's, get it. Yeah. And I was just like, no, nah, I do get it because I, I know what it's like to go up to the hoity snooty part yeah, of yeah. town and try to go get a drink with my friends. And I don't feel comfortable. And I'm yeah, like, is yeah. a waitress being an asshole to me on purpose? So I made, <laughs> I made, I made, I made slay for that. And yeah. I, I made it so it's like, yeah, we can all to come together to be comfortable. But in that same regard, like you have people that are like, yeah, they just don't want to do it. They 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 get to that colonizer mindset. Yeah, they get that. They get to that Columbus level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They get to that Columbus level. Like, I act as if they had started it, or they were there the whole time, and you just they just stood there. You know, like, and that's why I felt with this whole thing too. Like, 
that's what I felt with like the, that whole thing was just you know and, and I found and I found out that like man I hope I'm not the first one to tell you this but like yo they're all like that yep so how do you wh- what kind of moves do you have to make you just have to make moves on your own mm-hmm. and you just have to have them follow you and that's it you, you know you it's know? All, always weird especially because this is this is a black said thing mm-hmm. or a, a, a thing that white people say to black people that I feel it should be in the exact reverse He's one of the good ones. Yeah. Yeah. We have to be like like that. We have to be more exclusive to that. We you know? you're like, no, yeah. you're one of the good white yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. And reward accordingly. Yeah. I, I don't want to sound like it's like a pet thing, but I mean, how many years have we been the fucking pet? Oh, how many fucking years have we been the ones that like we get concepts taken from us and then then they just then what they throw you a bone? I mean, like if you. We can go all day on this, mm-hmm. but but at the end of the day, remember I that, said K-pop tribute night. I, I guarantee you, someone's bro. going to be like, "We should talk about that more later," <laughs> because that is a fucking brilliant idea, and I think it taps into a fucking younger market that I think people just fucking go insane for. But I, again, like you know, I I I don't like having to be this way. You know what I mean? I don't like having to be as exclusive as I as have to jaded. be. And as jaded. And, and it comes from a place of being jaded. And I try to be, like, really, like, equitable in my brain about these things. But, like, you know, but at, at, but with certain things, at the cer- at, at, with certain things, I just won't budge on. I'm just like, nah, dude. Like, mm-hmm. you remember you fucking me over, and then I want you to wake up tomorrow and remember that again, too. You know, like, this is why, like, I might have this is why I have like a literary agency like representing me. This is why I, I get to do stuff on TV. Now you can't get arrested. It's because the moves that you fucking made. No one's fucking heard of you. No one fucking remembers you. And that's how it is. And that's and and that's it. Because I I put in the work. You put in the fucking work. You know. And the thing is, you can put in the work, and I, this becomes that dear diary situation yep. where it's like. Yo, you can put in the work, but you still might fail. The thing yeah. is, is like, do you choose to get back up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you choose to get back up? And like I said, like the hardest part to do your own thing as an entrepreneur is to make the jump. And then there's a totally different side to it, which is like with the longevity in the game, is do you have the stomach? Do you mm. have the stomach for it? Do you have the stomach to see the rough patches, the weird shit, the <laughs> the bank account that's in negative like $3,000? Do you have that? You, oh, do you have that yeah, yeah, the credit cuts? card debt the and everything else. The credit card debt and everything else that you fucking put up. You pay more yeah. interest than the actual bill yeah. is. Yeah, and then when you come back, and but then when you bounce back, you know, like there's no greater feeling. Mm-hmm. No greater feeling from bouncing back and be like, yo, dude, like, I've, I've, I conquered it. You I've, know? I've done it six times now. Yeah, yeah. Where someone's like God, actively, yeah. like, and I mean actively, yeah. tried to take me out and I'm I, I came back and yeah. one of uh, the one of the big last ones was definitely like I started touring nationally because I couldn't play in Portland anymore that's crazy you toured nationally that's you should be very proud of yourself on that but it, it I, I am to a certain degree but it's dirty it is dirty it's, yeah, it's yeah, dirty yeah, yeah, in the yeah, sense yeah. of it's like yo I can't go home and play like even yeah. the, the reason why we're here in Chinatown yeah is 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 a fuck you to a certain individual right Nice. I mean, I, I, I see no evil, <laughs> uh, but it was, it was a fuck you to a certain individual. Cause I'm like, you're not going to chase me out. Yeah, and if, and, and if I can't sit up here and, and play my music and you're trying to silence me, then I'm literally going to make my voice yeah. a presence in this community. Yeah. See, that's awesome. That's it. I'm just, uh, it, yeah. it's, it's awesome. I'm just a very vengeful person. <laughs> yeah, no, I can tell. You know what? You know what's really funny? 
You know it's really funny? Yeah. Now I can tell you were raised by Asians. <laughs> <laughs> now I can tell. Now it makes all the sense in the world to me. I'm like, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Man, Kevin, Kevin definitely. Kevin, Kevin could be a Kevin fam. He could be a Kevin Wong. He could be a Kevin Kim. <laughs> you know, I was like, yo, I mean, yeah, yeah. that's all. That's that's, but that's, but you, do, you know, like I said, it's not like that. You were, it's not like you, you have that hate in you, and you went out and did that. This is what the industry did to you. Yeah, and this is what the industry has done to me as well. And honestly, like, when people are just like, hey, man, that's his business. Like, no, hey, dude, you're a fucking dick. <laughs> And you turned me this way, and now like that. Now when I flex, it's gonna fucking hurt. And, and you know, that's and, how it is. And I'm gonna say say this. I want to know if you you agree. And any time that you're becoming any kind of business entrepreneur type person in mm-hmm. in any regard, it's never the people you don't know that fuck you over. It's always your fucking yep. friends. It's oh, always one hundred percent. And it's it's a blinding thing of like. Mm-hmm. Because when you don't know somebody, you, you you're like, I don't trust this all the way. I need all yeah. the T's crossed and the dies yeah. out it. But when you when you do something with your with your boys, like, oh no no, he's got it. Don't yeah. worry about it. Don't worry about it. they they yeah. they got the account code. Everything's yeah. great. Don't worry about it. He'll handle it tomorrow. Yeah. And then then you find out. And then you find out. And that's why like this is what like this is why like I'm a firm believer, and I'll go see a therapist the rest of my life for this. Is that like those little things like I thought I would never have a business partner again but I do have a business partner now mm. Ruben DeMarco we named the sandwich truck after him DeMarco's sandwiches because he makes awesome sandwiches but the whole thing is with Ruben and I we both came from a bottom that was very similar but the one thing that I love about him and I think I learned this from him is like he every morning I see him he's like how you doing you okay you good about this? You feeling good about this? Mm-hmm. You know, like, yo, dude, you asked me like nine times, but I'm like, holy shit, dude, thank you so much for asking me nine times. <laughs> you know, like, because when the vision starts to separate or one sees a pocket that you think that you didn't catch yeah, and they try to fucking, like, fuck you over, you know what I mean? But the whole time you're like, dude, I, I invented this. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's when the disconnect sucks. So, like, with therapy and a lot of that stuff really taught me, like, communication is the key to all that stuff. Yeah. You know, but like also smaller bites, you know what I mean? Smaller bites. Just like, yeah, we can do this night together on 11, 16, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, all right. And then anything after that, you know, it's whatever. But, you know, that's, I, that's something that like I've, I've really internalized and like really learned to process. And now it's just like a regimented thing. Like even with my team, I don't, I keep saying team because I catch myself. Cause I never want to call the people that I paid to work my dream, mm-hmm. I never want to call them my employee. Like I'm above them. I'm always just like my team. And I always try to communicate with them, you know, cause any of those guys can one day just like, fuck it, burn and my shit down. You dude, know? I, the, the, always the thing that's like, I, out of like, even Marcy with them being a part of our team, yeah. like it's a thing that I know that the, the core group, even, even you have the, you have, you have one hip hop group mm-hmm. in all of time that has stayed together. De La Soul. De La Soul. The only yep. one. Like, yep. even we even know the Migos. Migos ain't going to sit up here no, and, no. and 10 years from now still be the Migos. No, no. It's going to be, no, offset, no. be uh, offset, take off, and Quavo. People are probably going to be like, what do you mean they all used to around together? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because even probably, even you're right. And even at, at a certain point in time, they're just like, oh, isn't that a Quavo? Isn't that Quavo's song? Yeah. 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 I want it to be, at the end of it, it to be like the Mickey Mouse Club, where it's just yeah. like, 
oh, yo, they used to do stuff together, mm-hmm. but this person's successful, but this person's yeah. successful. And they all have their their singular identity of what they are as yeah. a person over here, separate even from the thing that, that they yeah, once did. And that's that is that's fair. And but it, it's a know? thing of being like having the vision of seeing someone's potential before it's actually realized and yeah. not stopping them from their growth. Yeah. If the greatest thing that someone ever does is something that is off of your back, mm-hmm. yeah. and th- then you you didn't do your job and yeah. then you didn't give them enough for them to right. be able to find their greatness. Yeah, and you didn't you didn't like you know this is like what I tell my team too. It's like let me help like help me understand how to help you better mm-hmm. you know and like because I've, I've had a few i've had a few people that come through and like you know like they're so talented and i'm just like so what do you want what do you want to go from here mm-hmm. you know like you're not fired but i want you to say as long as you want mm-hmm. give me give me like like how can i help you like with your next thing yeah you know and, and i love doing that because you, you see because you know the potential if they're able yeah. to get you and yeah. your dream to x yeah then what would they be able to do with their dream next yeah, and that's dude, and that's why yeah. i'm like yo like I, i'm i'm really right now i'm 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 trying to be an owner more so than i already am yeah. within stuff and I'm, I'm definitely trying to like talk to my like my peers and stuff i'm like yo what's your retirement plan yeah 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 because we're at that we're there that's where we're at now you know it's like, like if you don't have a retirement plan now mm-hmm. in 15 years from now 15 years from now i'll be 50. yeah and it's like what am I am I gonna be the fifty year old mm-hmm. DJ <laughs> da 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 da? He's yeah. like, you know, I can still look real good and charming on this yeah, bike yeah. in fifty years. Yeah, but, but the thing is, like, you know, like I think, and to my with my industry too, like I think people were really quick to call themselves chef, mm-hmm. you know, and like I I hate I hate being called that to be honest with you because like I think a big part about being a chef by definition is that you spawned. A, other talent you spawned other talent like one of the guys that comes to mind Vito v- Vitaly Paley mm-hmm. like every he spawned so many people that opened their own thing that was very successful yeah he's also spawned some people that didn't but like that to me is a chef you know that that's to me is like that's where I'm at you yeah. know so that that's how I see it so no that's nuts um yeah. so you're one of the the guests that falls in this very special category oh it's like um where we didn't actually do the show <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's cool no no i, no, I love this, this no no fun. no so so usually what happens within this stuff is that uh when we do this show initially we have like the whole entire segment list or whatever mm-hmm. else and when we have a guest that does the interview portion the interview portion goes all the way through that we're just like that was a solid ass interview awesome yeah. so so uh and not that the guests that show up that don't get mm-hmm. to that point it's just usually it's the thing that we're like oh and this perfectly segues into yeah, yeah, you know yeah, whatever yeah. Yeah, totally. um but I, I I would say one uh, I'm forcing you to come back. Yeah, absolutely. Whatever. Um, this is so much fun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, secondly, um, I, I think I think you need to to grab something in hand to me. Ah. Oh yeah yeah. All right, all right, all right all right all right. I got this is actually this is the fundraiser shirt that I did, and I you probably know legendarily right there. You know legendarily about the story, right? About how I got trolled. Oh no! Please tell me this. Okay, so see how it says "terrible, terrible, terrible," mm-hmm. and in Korean it says "napun, napun, napun," which means bad, bad, bad. Yeah. So during the pandemic, when I reopened, <clears throat> I found this note 
or I got a message. I got a, like a, a, a Facebook message that said like, Hey, um, <laughs> you, throw right there. you need to like, you need to post your hours on your voicemail, this and that. I'm like, okay. And why they, do people never know how to ask for things? I have no idea. <laughs> and then they go on this diatribe of like, okay, I understand that this is during the pandemic and times are rough. But you need to post your hours. You ruined my meal plan like twice this week already. This privileged ass motherfucker. And I was like, putting you on blast, dude. Sorry. This is it. This is it. So yeah. I did. And the fact that he, and it's in the end, he wrote, I'm going to tell my friends on 46th Street, 47th Street, 48th Street. You just, you, it's just terrible, terrible, terrible. And everybody on Instagram latched onto the terrible, terrible, terrible <laughs> thing and the, <laughs> and the meal planning thing. Mm -hmm. Right. So, so I started doing things like fuck your meal plan, this, that. All right. Fast forward a year later, a year later, the exact same day I got that message, it popped up as a memory. Mm -hmm. The electricity went out in my, in my food cart. Yeah. So I had to close that day. And I was like, how coincidental is this? <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I, and I put out there, I was like, you know what guys? Like I, I should have made, have shirts made. Was, and this is when I started holding my own things for hostage on Instagram. as I was like, if this post gets a thousand fucking hit, a thousand likes, this post gets a thousand likes, I will commemorate this whole situation with a t-shirt. <laughs> I'll pay money down to get a t-shirt made. And then all this, all the profit sales from this t-shirt, I'm yeah. only gonna get so many made. I will donate to two different AAPI, um, AAPI um, organizations, right? Mm -hmm. What nobody knows is I know the identity of the person that wrote this, and this person is, <laughs> um is of uh, from the gay community yeah right so the two aapi <laughs> um charities i picked were specialized in lgbtq <laughs> just as a fucking just a turn of the knife and it is a complete like it was great i was like i don't give a fuck i'll go broke making these shirts so <laughs> i sold a lot of these shirts but mm -hmm. i didn't realize i had a lot left mm -hmm. um, i had a few left but thank I'm not you not reprinting these uh uh, I can't wait. Yeah. I, I'm gonna be honest. You, out of the uh, merch game within stuff, I, I would say, especially in restaurateurs, uh, you kill the game. Oh, thank you so much. You, yeah, that's you, all. Ty, that's all my designer, Ty Palmer. Dude, yeah, it, awesome. It, it, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, all right. Thank so you. quickly, we're going to do uh, two two segments. Okay. Um, one is uh, grind your beans. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna look into okay. this camera. And you're going to basically you've seen it, but, you know, yeah. for, so for the people to know, uh, grind your beans is basically where we throw out anything that's annoying us, uh, ticking you off or whatever. And and said time period. And uh, you just let people know what's grinding your beans so other people can also rant along with you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Just what grinds my beans these days is that. Literally a year ago, you guys were like. Save restaurants. Oh my gosh, my favorite restaurant closed because of COVID. Only one year later do you guys start complaining at us about the littlest things like wearing an outdoor mask because of the outdoor mask mandate. Or like you're out of food. Jeez, I don't know. Maybe because of shipping delays, I can't get boxes to put those foods in. How are we so understanding a year ago to today? Now you guys all became entitled brats all over again. <laughs> Rinds my beans. <laughs> um, 
I, I, you know what? I should have asked you more about Yelp reviews because I know that you have a whole, a whole yeah. thing about Yelp reviews. I stopped, I stopped, I stopped reading them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that next time. All right. So, uh, what's grinding my beans? I had one earlier. I guess. You know what? What grinds my beans? And we touched on this earlier. Mm-hmm. What grinds my beans is that when people are supposed to be on your team. Supposed to have mm. your back, that you that you put the blood, sweat, and tears, and you're like, yo, this is going to be the greatest team of all. You realize you're in New Jack City and you're working with Nino Brown. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this, that's the thing that drives me nuts. I'm like, yo, just be loyal. Just wait a little bit. Let yeah. us get to this point and then be like, hey, yo, I'm gonna buy you out. Buy me out. Don't don't stab me in the back. Buy me out. That that is that is what grinds my Ronin, beans. Ronan is for sale, y'all. <laughs> There's a price. There's a price for There's all this There's a price. You could you could take 100%. it. One hundred percent. You know, funny funny thing is, I had someone try to uh, have me buy buy them out, and I was like, "What what do you mean?" And they're just like, uh, "You you know, just just uh, just just buy me out," and I'm like, "But I do everything," <laughs> and they're just like, "No no no," but like you know like. This came together as a partnership, and I was just like, you do realize I'm partnering your business too, right? Yeah. And they're just like, wait, what? No, but like, but like, you, but you left. You, you did. I'm like, yeah, I left. Yeah. Like a friend would. Yeah. I'm out. You want me to, but you want me to buy you. I was like, all right, so how much you want me to buy you out for? And they did, they threw up like, they threw up the Steph Curry like, oh, yo, you just oh, set up wow. here. And like, yeah, I was just like, I don't make that much money. Yeah. Dude, what <laughs> you the know, fuck I take the compliment that you think I have that much money. Right. But, yeah, people's value systems are all over the place, man. People don't understand. Like when people people used to not understand the value of a dollar, people just don't understand value now. Yeah. Like at all. And and I would say my my second grind, grind your beans on that would be uh, just how everything has to go up in price. And always, it's it's always the the minimum wage gets up to being like, and now you have a living minimum wage. And you guys actually said this yeah. earlier, where it's like, and now, uh, uh, what what was a thirty nine cent cheeseburger is four dollars. Yeah, and it's just like so. Yeah, your your living wage You're, isn't living, and when we have to pay the the lowest person on the totem pole of a of a a part time thing like. $25 as an yeah. incentive just to come to work just to show up I'm like I never in my career of having a regular ass job ever got even not even close not even close yeah yeah there's a there's a line that um Moneybag has in one of one of one of his lines is I'm the same I'm the same person that made minimum wage and I, I wake up every morning remembering like dude I used to I used to roast turkey or roast chickens for Boston Market if y'all remember that, uh, I remember Boston for Market five twenty-five an hour, and I mean, like, if they had a whip in their hand, they would have definitely used it. <laughs> it was not easy work. Uh, do are we're all right? So we're gonna finish up. Can you just go to the sounds about white, and you can just randomly pick one of those videos, and we're gonna laugh at it, and that's gonna be the oh, end yeah, of this tight, episode. Because sounds about white is awesome, <laughs> dude. Sounds about white. Yes. Not, I, I <laughs> let's go. Uh, this, yeah, I 
I I enjoy this show too much. Sometimes I'm just like, maybe this is a dope show, man. It's it's not a DJ retirement plan. Maybe this is just like the plan. All right. Oh, let me turn. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, That's way too loud. Yeah, touch the screen once. This is always the fun part of, of whatever this system is with the iPad. Yeah, it's iOS. Super. It's got the she draping herself in a Trump flag. Do you have permission to report me? Check out this Karen in an airport that's obviously there to cause problems. Are you recording? Are you recording me? Are you reco- Do you have permission to record me? Why is she draping herself in a Trump flag? Do you have literally happened yesterday. This is my favorite thing about Asian people that you never see this. Do you have permission to record me? Well, you don't have permission to smack people. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Instant justice. <laughs> if you didn't hear that, the officer came up and said, the woman we kept yelling at, you don't have per- uh, permission to record me. And right. then and then they came back, the officer was like, and you don't have permission to slap people. <laughs> Yo, that is, that um, is amazing. That that is our that that is our sign. Oh oh oh! I forgot about this one. Oh, okay, we can do this one too, real quick. Oh, this is it's, it's nine minutes long though. All right. Uh, uh, I love that mask. I love seeing Karens get trolled with that mask prank. Never gets old. Our next mask. Karen video is a Kevin <laughs> matching what? Karens what? energy. Oh, legacy. I'm doing my job. Classic. No, your job I is am to be a principal. Do we go here? My no. job is to get no. you off the campus. This is the no, place of business. No, that's a security Sorry, job. Device. You're a that principal. That is my job. You know what? Get off the campus! Quit yelling at me! Get off the campus! <laughs> 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 I gotta I say, think, some of the best right, Karen right, videos I are think, interactions between skate... are the anti-Karens. They're the only ones. Do it, that is it, the most accurate thing. They're the only ones that can do it. They're the only ones that can disarm Karens real fast. They just laugh at them. It's That's because it. it's on white skateboarders. Their moms are Karens. So whenever yeah. you hear a black comedian yeah. that's doing the whole entire like, yo, he back talks his mom at the house. Like, no, yeah. mom, you do the yeah. fucking dishes. Yeah, yeah. They're the only that, that they're, that's a, that's a Karen kryptonite right there. Like, fuck, you sound like my son. Like, but yeah. that that also, and I can I can say this because my partner is white. That will yeah. be the downfall of our of black children is oh. that they'll slowly they'll think Holy they'll have the privilege so right. yeah. and they won't have yeah it. they won't have it though yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like having a too. gun and thinking that you got bullets in it, but forgetting yeah. that you left the clip at home. Yeah. It's like, what did you say? <laughs> say oh, off. fuck. Yeah. Shit, my. Oh. Dude, um, Gavin, thank you so much for having me. Yeah. This was so much fun. I can't wait to come back. It, 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 maybe, next, maybe next time we can have um, maybe we can have Ian up in here. We can, have, we can have Ian, but since, you, since you're here, mm-hmm. I'm going uh, to, you, you're your honorary drip member. Oh shit! Thank you. Those are very rare in the world right now. The the morning drip pen. Um, so you enjoy that. I I, I I love and I appreciate you. It's a little warm for being in my pocket. No, no, no. It makes it that much more special. <laughs> it makes it that much more special. All right. Well, this has been uh, another episode of your morning drip. Before we go, can you mm-hmm. please tell people where they can find you and all the great stuff? You can uh, find me on socials at Kim John Grillin, and then you can also find Kim John Grillin at Forty Sixth and Southeast Division. Right next to DeMarco's Sandwiches. Yeah. Thank uh, you. I, I am your host, Running Rock. This is your host. Han Lee Huang. See how I get I, Hey, Ian, you got replaced. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yo. Maybe we should do a different show. 
Maybe that's what'll be that. Maybe that's the beginning of I, our I, of our Asian gotta, black boy band. Uh, all we gotta do is change this background, and, it, and it, that's it. All right, all right. Uh, <laughs> all right uh, so once again, this is your morning drip. Make sure to follow us on yourmorningdrip.com on your morning drip on all social media platforms. Uh, we are a podcast, but only on YouTube right now because I'm an asshole. But do <laughs> us a huge favor: subscribe, hit that notification bell. Also, like and comment. Tell us what some like you know dope stories that you want to hear us talk about are and uh yeah this is what what what's what's today's date it's the, the 24th the 20 it, this is wednesday the 24th uh happy uh indigenous people day because uh fuck thanksgiving and all the colonizers we out of here peace <laughs> awesome <laughs> man thank you